um, my Hawks took down his uh, his Cavaliers, and obviously, of course, like that's the game that he's going to come back from injury, right? Yeah. The, to make it as hard on the Hawks as possible, he and I, he definitely did. Yeah. One last birthday today. Turning 46 is Josh McDaniels, head coach for the Las Vegas Raiders. McDaniels was a wide receiver at John Carroll University. Uh, I wish Brooks was in here so he could tell us who their mascot was. Uh, And began coaching immediately after graduating. After one year as a grad assistant at Michigan, McDaniels joined the NFL ranks with the Patriots. He became offensive coordinator for the team only five years later and got his first head coaching job in 2009 with the Denver Broncos. He is now with the Las Vegas Raiders. He is a six-time Super Bowl champion, all with the Patriots. Talk about a meteoric rise. I mean, he spent... He graduated, went to Michigan for a year, went to the Patriots as like an underling, and was five years later their offensive coordinator. And that's just Jeez, a what a come up. That's a, that, yeah, it's a heck of a come up. But those are today's birthdays in sports. Hope you all enjoyed. We love doing that segment every day. We will now head to our Auburn Bank phone line. Hold on. All right, Zeus, talk to us. Who do we have coming up first? If I can find it. There we go. James from Montgomery. James from Montgomery joins us now on the Auburn Bank phone line. James, how are you? I'm good and War Eagle. War Eagle, buddy. War Eagle. Yeah, I know we're like eight days away or seven days away from the NFL draft. And who do you think is actually going to get in the first round of the 2022 NFL draft this year? Oh man, looking at the the, the choices for top picks, I'm yeah. telling you, it's usually a, a franchise quarterback, but there's no real quarterback in this class that really I go. No, this guy's going to be somebody that gets leaned on for a really long time. So one of those like you don't have a, and I feel like in the earlier year or not earlier years, but like the couple, last couple of years, it's been like undecided who's going to be number one. And I feel like this year it's completely different. You don't know who's going to go number one. Yeah, no, you have no, no. idea who's going to. You don't know any of the top five really. There are a ton of guys that are in a normal draft year. You could say these are all top ten guys, yeah. but this usually top 10 in those, is all over yeah, the place. This you have year. you have so many guys that are top ten, but none that really clearly stand out. I think uh, Kayvon Thibodeau is a guy who can go first overall. It's, I think yeah, yeah, because uh, the Jaguars up. are not looking for a quarterback. No, right now. they're they not. trust Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, it's shaping up where the. It's looking like Aiden Hutchinson is going to go first overall. Yeah, it seems like a lot of the the which is draft interesting guys to me because I, I watched Michigan a couple of times this yeah. year. Aiden Hutchinson yeah. is a good football yeah. player, I didn't but I watched one, but I hey. watched Georgia's offensive line eat him yeah. for an entire game. Yeah. What else you got, James? Yeah, because because um, I'm looking at Malik Willis out of Liberty, yeah, he's he's another guy, and and when I look at his his uh, college uh, tape from playing at Liberty. He reminds me of like a uh, Brett Favre or a Cam Newton type as player as well in the in the quarterback position. Yeah, a little bit smaller than uh, than Cam Newton, but certainly that mobile type yeah, of quarterback and for quick. sure, yeah, and a little bit a little bit more mobile than uh, than Brett Favre was. But he certainly was a gunslinger, liked to throw it all over the field, and I, I can see those comparisons. What else do you have for us today, James? Yeah, because I'm actually looking at like the wide receivers, seeing uh, some guys might come out of. My, I'm probably pretty sure that I might see some guys coming out of the SEC, uh, maybe two or three out of the SEC, out of Georgia, Florida, or Alabama, or maybe an Auburn at that as well. Yeah, I don't think Auburn's going to have anybody taken uh, at, at the wide receiver spot, but huh. definitely uh, you could see a guy like Jamison Williams out of Alabama or. Um, 
Man, uh, who, uh, George Pickens out of Georgia was is yeah. an athletic specimen, and very, you have a very very deep wide receiver class. Yeah, another guy, uh, Chris Olave out of Ohio State. Yeah. Uh, I I've, I think he's going to do really well in the league for sure. Yeah, and then what about like some safety getting drafted this year for the 2022 draft? I'm looking at Smoke Monday, and I've put him in different in different teams. I've actually put him uh, in the third round with the Can- with the Carolina Panthers. So I'm pretty sure that they might need a good safety this year and uh smoke monday would be a really good fit for for the carolina panthers uh roster this year yeah certainly i could see that smoke monday a very talented player i don't know if he goes as early as the third round but i I could see the panthers taking him getting a little bit of help on defense i feel like their defense is really solid but you don't ever want to pass up a good player if you think you have one so certainly i could see smoke going there um I, i I think Carolina needs more help on their offense right yeah. now, personally. Yeah, and then with the NFL draft, I don't hardly see any uh, draft prospects coming out of the out of the uh, HBCU schools uh, in that in that draft uh, board as well. So I think, with that being said, I think they should give uh, another of those players that are coming out of those historic black colleges and universities a chance to actually you know, make their name known in the NFL as well. Well, they did have a uh, HBCU combine, actually, because they're trying to work on getting more HBCU players uh, to, to, you know, give them uh, more options and a chance to actually be shown. Because you're right, James, in the past, HBCU players have not been drafted uh, as high unless the name is absolutely huge. So they're trying to give them more exposure now to uh, kind of put them on the board and, and show it out. So I, I think this year you're, you're going to see a lot more HBCU players taken in the NFL draft. Yeah, because um, last, I think last week, I mean, last month, I was watching that game, and I've seen some guys from Alabama State, uh, seen two guys, uh, two wide receivers from Grambling State University, uh, three tight ends from, um, uh, gosh, uh, North, North Dakota State, and maybe one or two uh, punters from uh, Alabama State as well. Yeah, in North Dakota State, not an HBCU, but I, I have seen a couple of names from places like Alabama State and South Carolina State. Yeah, but South Carolina State. Yeah, I, I've seen um, – there's a kid out of a school in Houston, I think, the defensive end that a lot of people are high on. So definitely could see that. I, I'm looking at a list here right now. James Marquise Bell, out of, a safety out of Florida A&M, is the, the one of the names that I'm seeing over and over again. Uh, Dakobe Durant out of South Carolina State. He's a corner and – a lot of people are really high on him, so I, I think you could see a couple of HBCU players taken in this year's draft. Yeah, and then uh, with the uh, Major League Baseball uh, games actually coming in, who do you actually see uh, winning the World Series this year when that time actually comes for any any Major League Baseball team that's trying to you know edge their name in um, in the in the history books of the World Series as well. Well, it's it's still very very early in baseball season, but, but I hope uh, the Braves. Yeah, well, obviously you, you would love to see the Braves repeat as champions. Um, I, I think the Houston That's Astros are doing very well. As much as I hate the Houston Astros, and as much as I hate the Dodgers, I have to admit I think they're probably the best team in baseball uh, from a talent perspective. Yeah, most loaded roster for yeah, sure. For definitely the 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 highest 
ceiling. I, yeah, the highest yeah. ceiling. What about the if, Mets? Do they, are they living up to expectations? The, the Mets are they living up to expectations. Yeah, they've not but, been terrible. I heard they're the but, first of 10 wins. Yeah, but it is also very early in the season. And yeah. the, the Mets usually like to wait until after the All-Star yeah. break to start being terrible. To plummet back to earth. So. Yeah, and then with the NBA uh, playoffs coming in uh, this coming up weekend, uh, who do you actually see uh, winning the NBA uh, playoffs? And uh, what team do you think would win uh, either game three, four, five, or six, or seven out of their uh, respect- respectable games that, that they have left as well? Yeah, I'll defer to you guys on this. Who do you guys see uh, uh, that has a real chance to win the NBA Finals? I well, before Devin Booker got injured, I was going to pick the Suns. So now that's they're down two of, nothing to the Warriors right now, right? Uh, well, the, so the Suns are actually playing. Pelicans. The Suns are playing Pelicans. Pelicans right now, but the series is tied one one. The, okay, the okay. Pelicans stole one in um, Phoenix. in Phoenix. So it, it's you know it's definitely kind of been up in the air now. Devin Booker dropped thirty one in the first half and then got uh, injured his hamstring had a hamstring hamstring strain. Um, in the third quarter and so he hasn't played and that I think that just kind of threw a wrench into everything I, in the east uh, I, I really I like the know. Celtics for some reason uh, I feel like yeah, the Celtics, the Celtics, Celtics are really good. really hot even though they don't even have their starting center Robert Williams out yeah. but I think the Celtics can, I think they've become really hot I mean ever since January I think it was when they just went on a tear yeah I don't, I don't disagree I could also definitely see the Heat, heat come out again um, they're, they've got a really strong roster um, obviously, I want my Hawks to give them hell. Out of but the West, I'm not sure. I mean, out of, yeah, I mean Memphis could do it if they if they can get right. Um, I feel like the Golden Warrior, State the Warriors, Warriors are playing. Like, Warriors, yeah. if the Warriors look like old school Warriors. Seem like again. they're starting to hit stride. Jordan Poole, Ooh. stud. Yeah. Um, and so we'll, we just got to see. There's there's still a lot of teams because it's still the first round, James. So we'll we'll see uh, how it kind of shakes out. It seems like these first round series are going to go kind of deep um, into six and seven game series. So we'll just have to see. Yeah, because um, what I did, I did uh, the NBA uh, the NBA playoff pick'em bracket, and I actually have in the playoff I have the Memphis Grizzlies meeting up with the Milwaukee Bucks from last year's playoffs. So I think those two teams might see each other um, in, in the NBA Finals uh, playoffs this year. Yeah, that wouldn't be too bad. Um, I could definitely see it. Uh, Milwaukee dropped a game last night to the Bulls, uh, but I think ultimately that Giannis and the Bucks are going to get that done and, and close out that series pretty quickly. Um, probably, I, well, I say quickly, but it'll probably go about five or six if I'm being honest. Um <laughs> So yeah, I, I mean, I could definitely see that Memphis. They're they're playing the the Timberwolves right now. T Wolves kind of gave them a shock in that first game, and this that series is one one as well. So like I said, it, it can just go really deep with with how these series are going to go. Yeah, that's why because um, with the Memphis Grizzlies, I saw a lot of mistakes in the first half, and then I saw those mistakes being made up in the second half. And I think with the with the Memphis Grizzlies, I do see them actually as a playoff contender, maybe like a first round or maybe a second round in the uh, in the playoffs as well. Because I think with that being said, I, I probably see them actually winning the playoffs this year um, with their record. I, I don't know their record actually, but I will give that to you all tomorrow when I actually uh, see what their record is from previous years 
And I think with the with the Memphis Grizzlies, I do see them coming out on top with a lot of great players uh, this year as well. Yeah, they're a really good team. So, the, I mean, the last time they made the the Western Conference Finals was 2013. Um, so it's definitely been a while. Uh, so I think Ja will definitely be able to lead them. They've got a very, very good team, very good young core. Uh, so we'll just have to see. A lot of depth. Yeah, very, very depth. Very, Coming up against yeah. the break here, James. Got a, got one last thing for us? Um, I don't have anything else for you all, but I would um, probably get like some – uh, NFL trivia uh, tomorrow as well. All right, sounds cool. good. Sounds we will, good, man. We will get that to you. Thank you for calling, James. All right, sounds good. And War Eagle. War Eagle. That was James from Montgomery on the Auburn Bank phone line. When we come back, that's loud. When we come back, we will talk about a fun little event that happened last night. You were listening to Sports Call. on tweeters follow our sports call host jj jackson on twitter by searching at underscore jj underscore jackson underscore and follow the show on twitter by searching at sports call au hashtag is that two words this is andy bertram voice of the auburn tigers and you're listening to sports call on tiger 95.9 Welcome back to the Sports Call. Brand Daughtry, Cam Berry, Luke Flurry coming to you live from Auburn, Alabama. I teased it before we went to break, guys. I didn't tease it very well, I'm afraid. <laughs> Fun little event. So for those who don't know, I believe it was Wendell Green and TJ Finley got into a little bit of trash talk. Friendly, nothing yeah. major. Oh, but yeah. they started going back and forth on social media that the basketball team was not what that the football team could beat the basketball team in a game of five on five. So yeah. there was an organized event. So eventually it came I, to the basketball. I did basketball. not think that they were going to get this done. Honestly. I didn't either. <laughs> not only did they get it done, they got it done really quick. Very fast. It was like it, it took about three days from start to where we are now. But TJ Finley said that the football team could beat the walk-ons in a, in a game of five-on-five. Five. So what they did was Jalen Simpson, TJ Finley, Desmond Tisdall, Trey Lindsey, and Brandon Frazier, all scholarship football players, Went up against Chandler Leopard, Leor Berman, Mike Whitmore, Cardo Sabera, and a guy named Malik, who is a, a scout team player for the women's team. Very good basketball player. Yeah, you said you. We were talking about yeah. it at break. You said you've actually played basketball. Yeah, I played before. with him. Malik is crazy athletic. Yeah. He's can he can play. <laughs> so so last night they actually broadcasted this. Whoever it was, I can't remember. I don't know who was holding the phone, but TJ Finley on Instagram Live broadcasted. The five-on-five between the football team and the basketball walk-ons, which is the coolest thing ever. I love it so much. I I wish I had watched it. I didn't didn't realize that this was kind of going going on. on. I I was locked into NBA I saw Katie Johnson's Instagram story about it. I was like, okay, I don't know what's really going on. They're teasing it. They were. But anyway, that happened last night. Here was the setup. Best of five, you're playing to 12. You've got the football players that I listed versus the walk-ons that I listed. So in the first game, the basketball walk-ons took it 12 to 11. Second game, football team won 12 to 10. So we're at, so we're tied at one apiece. Um, game three, uh, Chandler Leopard hit a game-winning three. So now it's two-one basketball team. Fourth game, 
Jalen Simpson drives in, scores, wins game four. So now we're tied at 2-2. Right. Game five, decided, here's your rubber match, right? Here's who decides <laughs> who gets the right, bragging right, rights yeah. in the sport of I basketball. Do. With the game tied 10 to 10, this is all from Justin Hokinson's Twitter, by the way, underscore J Hokinson. Follow him. He's He works for On3. He's a great beat writer here at Auburn. But with the game tied 10 to 10, Chandler Leopard steals and hits a three to win it. So the basketball walk-ons defeated the scholarship football players in a game of in a game of five on five. See, I figured the walk-ons were going to win. Honestly, yeah. you know, I mean, also they've been I practicing mean, the basketball play, for right, a long right. time. Right, they've been playing basketball pretty, their entire lives. Right, yeah. even though they're walk-ons, they're still extremely talented basketball players. Yeah. Right, just and you just got done to, with basketball season right. where you've been practicing. So you're fresh, legit athletes. And so you know, the football players are are crazy athletic. They're hoopers, we'll that. For and, sure. they, and we have sure. some guys that can hoop. Right, you know, obviously, mm-hmm. even though they chose football, some some guys get that option, have that option where they can play both. Um, but yeah, I, I figured the walk-ons were going to take it and. They they did they they showed out yeah absolutely way to put one so, on, put on for the basketball team boys so another thing that I thought was pretty cool that is apparently in the works has not been established yet not nearly as much traction as this got but something that I think is a pretty cool idea the football team has now challenged the basketball team to where the basketball starters will play walk on football players in a game of seven on seven in football yeah. Seven on seven football. Oh man, that's starting, not fair. Starting basketball team that's, versus the football walk on. Totally different. That's not fair. <laughs> I, I, listen, here's because I mean, I feel like I, I feel like I feel like the football team's going to win that, dude, by a lot. Oh, by <laughs> a lot. That's playing the, basketball is like a universal thing. People yeah. do that, like at a rec There's, center. You don't go into a field and no, like, I got yeah. next on seven no, on seven. It, it, yeah, yeah, that. it's totally different. I agree one hundred percent. But that said, I still want to see it happen. Oh, I, I'd still yeah. like to see it happen. I still think. That that would be a blowout, you know. I what, think. who do you who do you think's the quarterback for the basketball team? <sighs> I don't know. Is it just like this? Like surely, surely the basketball players played one of the, at least one of the basketball players played football in high school, right? See, I, you would think you would think, but I don't know. You know, I I, I mean, KD would be like a running back in my opinion. Yeah, so, absolutely. So I I, don't I, think, I want I don't KD see, with the ball. In maybe. Fans. Maybe we spot them. A, maybe the football team spots them a quarterback. Maybe they. Maybe they give him like Holden or, yeah. or somebody <sighs> like that. I don't know if you want to give him a real. Uh, I say real. Quote, you can spot him Holden and, make, and everybody make him, else. Make him not thing. a scholarship quarterback. There are okay. at least two right. walk on quarterbacks. Walk on. Trey okay, Lindsay. walk on quarterback then. Yeah, Trey yeah. Lindsey. Give him Trey Lindsey. Yeah. Okay, Trey Lindsey then. We could, they they get uh, the walk ons get Trey and we'll we'll see. I don't know. Yeah. That, or that the scholarship be, basketball players get Trey. Yeah, and then at least, be, you know, then that way everybody else can kind of do their own thing and, and it can differentiate from there. But right. I don't I don't know if there's anybody that could really play quarterback yeah. and actually we, be successful. <laughs> I want to see Dylan Cardwell play quarterback. He'd be energetic. He'd be awesome, man. Well, here's the I also look at him and I go, he's a tight end. Right. He's what, six eleven, two sixty, something like that. I'm like huge. I I want him going up for jump balls too. So I don't know if you want to take that guy away out of there. I think right. uh Wendell Green is your slot receiver for yeah, sure. For sure. Little guy, quick feet. Yeah. K D running like, back. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Allen res- receiver. Yeah, I think Allen Flanagan. He's got good hands. Good hands. I think Allen Flanagan he's got yeah. big hands. He's exactly. probably got good hands too. That Athl- translates. Athletic. Can go up and get the ball. Very athletic. Yeah. I don't see this, why not. That, let's Okay, now that we're talking about Alan Flanagan, <laughs> let's transition to something that actually matters here. I am a big Alan Flanagan fan. Okay. I, I, a lot of people are out on Alan Flanagan after he, after he had a rough year. And he absolutely did have a rough year. Yeah. Uh, he, did, he did not play very well uh, once he came back from that injury. I think with a full offseason of practice 
getting his body back underneath him. Yeah. I think we can see a guy who scores 15 points a game. Yeah, I, I agree. I think he I think after, you know, kind of finding his legs throughout this season, I think he's going to come back into form and being that guy that we knew the season before. Um Obviously, maybe it won't be in as heavy of a role because he was our primary scorer and our pri- yeah and our and our primary ball handler. So coming, you know, coming back, we don't need as much of a ball handler anymore. Cool, you know. We, I think now it's just for him to focus on playing defense and scoring the ball when necessary. I think 15 points a game is definitely achievable uh, for sure. Uh, that I, I would assume honestly that that would put him as our leading scorer. Um, I mean, it, it's, it'd be close, you know, it'd be I, close I don't expect anybody to, I, I don't know if he's going to be the leading scorer. It's, ah, it's I'd be tough. okay it's, with it's about way 10 to 13 I think it's too, yeah, I think it's too, he's, he can be a double, di- he can average he double could. digits for yeah, sure. Yeah. And, and, you know, obviously I think he's going to have that game where he just snaps those few yeah. games where yeah. he just goes off, but to find his legs and get back to where he was, get back to his form. I think this will be uh, the season where we sit, really see Allen because I mean, in the past, he was predicted to be a first-round draft pick after this year. Yeah, you know, coming, coming out of high yeah. school, five-star recruit. And, everyone said, and, "Hey, this is a guy who has potential." Yeah, a lot of people expected him to be two years and then be done. And you know, just with the injury and then the year that he had, and he struggled offensively. Um, still, was very, very good defensively, in my opinion. Yeah, and then you um, have to think about in in the twenty twenty season, yeah. or the twenty twenty one season. The season before the one we just had, right. he was playing point guard. He's not right, a point exactly. guard. He's a no, no. He's a wing player. He is not a point guard. Yeah. He struggled when he was the primary ball. I player. couldn't stand it. I no. couldn't stand it because you know that you could tell that wasn't his natural position. Yeah. He was just playing out of position. And when Sharif came back, it made the world of difference. Yeah. The, the whole team got better having like a true point Most guard. Most de- the entire team. I agree. Um, so with with Flanagan I think there won't be as as much responsibility as much pressure for him to come back and perform um I think he'll you know kind of be a little bit at ease I think now that he's comfortable with himself and how how he's been playing I think oh was Isaac there I just I'm watching this video sorry I thought I saw Isaac <laughs> Coral there um <laughs> but yeah so I I think he's gonna I think he's gonna be back to form for sure absolutely so now, now we're talking about basketball. I want to talk more about basketball because yeah. Auburn basketball is in a very good place, and I I love them. So you so let's talk a little bit about recruiting. Uh, Julian Phillips is a guy that was committed to LSU, decommitted when Will Wade got fired. Auburn yeah. has been heavy in the mix for him. It looked like Auburn was kind of falling behind, but what I'm reading now, what I'm hearing from certain people that you know, I don't I I don't know if they know what they're talking about, but enough people have said. Hey, Auburn's kind of back in this thing. That it, it, you know, it makes me think maybe we are. Yeah. And also, you have Janai Broom, a kid who came in for a visit two days ago. It's spelled Johnny. It looks like Johnny. His name is <laughs> Janai. Um, but it, he came in for an official visit, stayed on campus for a couple of days, and left, absolutely loving it. Uh, yeah. This is for, uh, according to Jeff Auburn. Yeah, according to Jeffrey Lee of On Three, uh, he really loved uh, everything about Auburn. He really loved the. The atmosphere, and he's going to take an official visit to Florida, uh, and that's this weekend. Right. But after that visit, he's going to make a decision, and it looks like it's probably going to come down to us in Florida. Yeah. So I'm thinking this that guy's a true five, and you've got Johan Treor, and I, I've said this kid's name a million different ways. Johan Treo. Yeah. Tre Treo. Treo. Tre. It's French. Well, I know that. Yeah. <laughs> but Treo Treor Treor, I think. Johan Treo. Oh. Treo. 
Okay. <laughs> Any, anyway, Yoan. I'm just going to call the young man Yoan until I hear him say his own name so that I can say it correctly, but bless. Yoan is coming to Auburn. He officially signed the other day. There was apparently some hoops they had to jump through because he's a foreign student. Right. Um, but he is officially signed. He's coming. If if Janai Broom comes to Auburn, you're going to see him as a stretch four. Yeah. Our, our, our forward and center room is going to fill up. Stacked, man. Crazy. It's like, stacked. So talented. I mean, and so then that would, essentially, I would think that would put Jalen Williams still getting playing time but coming off the bench. And right. And that in itself is just like. That's, that's <sighs> one of those things because, like. You love it for Auburn, yes. But can, is Jalen Williams going to be okay I mean, with that? Can you hold on to Jalen Williams? I mean, I wouldn't see why he would be un, uncomfortable in that situation. He gets plenty of playing time, plenty of exposure. Um, he gets, you know, he's still getting seen, and I think he still has a significant role in the second offense. Like especially this past season, watching him, watching him in that second offense, sometimes it would be a saving grace because when you couldn't get anybody to score, we'd kick the ball out to Jalen, and he could do his little jump shot that he does, his little jump jump uh, push shot, or he can he's been shoot he shot the three very nice well. Nice hook yeah. shots. Huh? He, he has he, he mastered the hook. He shot did. He really did. He's he's really good as a scorer like a down floater, low. He's yeah. really good from outside. I yeah. don't know what his mid range mid range game is like, but. but but the, not like it's existing the anywhere. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. That's as such as basketball in today's game. Right. But I, you know, does Jalen Williams want to start somewhere? That's my question. Yeah. Is, is, is what is Jalen Williams' thoughts on coming off the bench? Would he rather be the focus of an offense? Because I think he's good enough to do that. Yeah, I think he's good enough to do that as well. I think maybe you know, I, if I'm Bruce, I'm like, man, we have you come off the bench, and you're going to be you're you're a starting caliber player coming off our bench you would be very instrumental in helping us win a championship. Yeah. That's what I'm selling. Mm-hmm. Because if we add these two guys in, we have a completely, I mean, just an extremely talented team at yeah. that point. Right right now, you I know. feel like the big target is, as, as much as you want Janai Broom and as much as Auburn would love to have Janai Broom, and I think they're going to get him, It's like I said, kind of a toss-up, but I, it, everybody seems to feel like Auburn's going to get him. Yeah. Julian Phillips is a true three. Right. And right small now you forward. only have one small forward on your roster in the form of Alan Flanagan since yeah. Devin Cambridge is and in Arizona. We, well, we also have Chance Westry coming in, even though he's yeah. technically like a combo I, forward. I, I see him more as a two. Guard. I see yeah. him more as a, tr- as yeah, a shooting guard. I, I could see that as well, but he can probably play up to the three, and I think he can yeah. guard the one through four, which is amazing. Yeah. That's so. a great thing to have. A very Coro esque oh, in that, man. even though I feel like he's – He's less of a defensive player, more of an offensive yeah. player than Okoro was. He's 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 going to be great as well. I think we're just going to have a whole bunch of overall pieces that are going to be beautiful to add to this team, I think. Yeah. Uh, hopefully we can get Janai Broom. I think that's going to be big, especially after we lost Walker. Um, it wasn't exactly expected that we were going to lose Walker, but I think he played himself into a first-round yeah. draft pick, so it, I think I agree. by the he, end of the know, season, that was something that we were like, okay, you know, you, you gotta go. Defensive player of the year, I have absolutely no problem with him yeah. leaving. We are going to have one more segment in this hour, and then we'll be done with the first hour of Sports Call. Yes, sir. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes. Sports Call, Tiger 95.9. We need a timeout. Sports Call will be back after this quick break. Want more Sports Call? Check us out online at sportscallauburn.com. Welcome back into Sports Call. Final segment of hour number one, ready to get underway here. Before, before, before we do anything else... 
I want to take a moment to get my vindication. The guy's name... Sorry. The guy's name is Yoan Treor. Yoan Treor. That is Treor. from Auburn Athletics. Treor. Yes. We and figured it's, it out. It's been... It's been a hotly contested thing. It's funny because we said so many different combinations and none yeah. of them were right. None of them were right. I was I was told it rhymed with Eeyore, so I was like, oh, it's Treor. <laughs> oh, it's Treore. Trejo. 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 It's, it's Treor. Yoan Treor. Got Bless. Well, we finally Treor. got that. Yes. Finally got it. Hallelujah. Praise be. <laughs> So anyway, Auburn's front court is going to be really good next season. It yeah. was really good last season. You're losing you're losing two of the best players in your school's history with uh, Walker Kessler and um Jabari and Jabari Smith. Smith going to the NBA yeah. draft. Uh Walker Kessler having one of the best defensive years ever and Jabari Smith the best I get like the best big man shooter. Yeah, what a, yeah, if one of the Maybe best big ever. man shooters, especially I mean especially that we've had, you know. Yeah. Just him coming through Auburn and choosing Auburn and loving Auburn the way that he has. Uh he and Walker both, you know, obviously Walker initially started out at at North Carolina but but I think we when he came in, we welcomed him with open arms. He left loving Auburn with his whole heart. Um and same with Jabari. I mean, showing the love that he did. Both of them in their in their farewell videos, they both kind of tugged at your heart a little yeah. bit. Just the way that they were like, goodbye, Auburn. You know, thank you for everything that you've done and helped us and, and shown, you know, true family atmosphere. I think that is the embodiment of what Auburn is. And I think that's going to be so much easier to sell to other players in, in all sports, not just basketball. I think it's also really cool in every workout video that you've seen with Jabari Smith. He's been wearing an Auburn shirt. Still wearing Auburn stuff. And it's like someone said on Twitter, they responded to one of his tweets and he said, I see you're still repping Auburn. He said, always. And, you know, he he really legitimately loves yeah, this place. Love. And, you know, it's, and that's that's always really interesting to me is Auburn is not going to be the, mo- the most dominant in every sport, but the guys who come here freaking love it here. They love oh, yeah. loving it. Yeah. You don't. I love it here. Yeah, absolutely. I, I love it here. I, I mean, I I loved it here before I moved here. Now I'm living right. here and I'm going, hey, this is where I'm supposed to be. You know, yeah. I want to be here uh, and I really love being here. And it feels like Jabari feels the same way. And I, I, I really do love that for him. Yeah, I, I'm I'm very happy for him as well. I, I can't wait to hear where he goes in the draft and find out, um, you know, what team he ends up going to. I'm very excited to see that as long as it's not the Sacramento Kings. <laughs> um, God, I, I don't want him to go to the Magic either because I feel like the they Magic... Have, they are, already have a bunch of big men. Yeah, I they, think they're, they they're going to draft they are, a guard. The, the Magic are I, a, a team comprised entirely of stretch fours. Yeah, I think the Magic are going to probably end up gar- uh, drafting Jaden Ivey, honestly. That's what they need, um, a guy exactly like Jaden Ivey. Who's so. supposed to have the first pick? Who, well, they haven't. I don't think they've done the lottery yet. I, th- I think but the Pistons, projected, I think the Pistons yeah. have the, the best Pistons chance. The Pistons have have a high chance. I don't want him to go to Detroit. I don't want him to go to Detroit either. Um, he, he would. The be Rockets Kaden have a high Jabari, chance. That'd be tough. Yeah, be it tough. would, and it, he would also be like their only real three point threat. Yeah, so he exactly. would get a lot of playing time. Yeah, him and yeah, him and Jeremy Grant are really the only. Well, I say that, but Sadiq Bay can shoot the lights out of the ball. He can. So the three of them are pretty much the only real three-point threats because Kate is definitely more of a slasher yeah um which is fine nothing which, wrong with uh, that yeah no, to me slashers slashing point guards are the most fun players to watch in basketball i but, agree but bless 
uh, learn how to shoot. Yeah, uh, it, it's definitely going to be interesting to see where he goes. I would like to see him on the Rockets. I would like to see him. I would like to see him on um, uh, OKC. Definitely would love to see him on OKC yeah. with uh, Shy Gilders Alexander. That team, bright future, very bright future. I I just think they're just a couple pieces away, and and Jabari could be absolutely instrumental in building a team like that. So, Auburn players in the draft, let's stick with that. We've got two minutes left in this hour. Where do you want to see Walker Kessler go? Who needs a defensive center? Who needs a big man? Ah, well, <laughs> the Hawks, kind of. <laughs> well, um, I, low, like low key. I, I like Clint. I like Clint, too, but he's a little old. And Anyeka is – Anyeka can play um, – you don't know if he's ever going to start in the league. I mean, I, I think he, he has starting potential. It's just, you know, he's slightly undersized. Uh, he's athletic, which obviously helps a lot. And you can see from a player like Bam Adebayo where that is beneficial, um, you know, and, and it can make for a starting caliber center. But you, you can't teach seven feet. And you can't teach yeah. seven feet that can stretch out the floor yeah. and shoot the ball yeah. when needed. Yeah, you know? well, Walker, Walker, not a, a knockdown shooter, but he's right. better than most seven. Yeah, I, I mean, any honestly, any team should want Walker just because of the size alone and his defensive ability. Yeah, um, he can come in and and instantly make an impact on the boards um, and on the defensive side of the ball around the cup. I think it would just be absolutely beneficial yeah, to whoever. He's a good enough shooter to make you go he can do this at the next level. Yeah, uh, So everything he has to work on, he can work on in the NBA. And his defense is NBA ready right now. Yeah, defensive ready right now. Defensive player of the year. I mean, I'm looking kind of at his, uh, his draft stuff right now. His size is a nine. Defense is a nine. Strength is an eight. It NBA would be, ready, eight. It would be very, very cool to see Walker Kessler and Sharif Cooper on an NBA floor together. Has him mocked, yeah, right. Has him mocked, right? That's a lot. I'm sorry, man. I couldn't get past that. <laughs> <laughs> Has him? They have him right now projected going twenty seventh to Miami. Oh my gosh, that would be ridiculous. <laughs> that would that would be pretty sick, bro. Going to Miami, that would be pretty much icing on the cake for that team defensively they're yeah. already extremely strong defensively, and then you put Walker in there in your second unit. Are you kidding me? That's yeah. that's. You're done. You're not scoring anywhere around yeah. the rim. And, I mean, if people are thinking he's going to go to a playoff team anyway. So right. You're going to get a guy who is a, a major contributor on defense. And, and you know, to, to see him go to a team like the Heat that already has a good big man in Bam Adebayo and just kind of lock down that defense and really help them out, I think that Goodness. would be really cool. Especially the good second group. Exactly. For sure. For sure. That will do it for our number one of Sports Call. Brand Daughtry, Cam Barry, Luke Flurry. We will be back at 4 o'clock. When we do, we will recap the second round, the round of 32, of our great sports movie bracket. Look forward to that and more. Your phone calls, perhaps. When we come back, you're listening to Sports Call on Tiger 95.9. One hour of our show is in the books. We've got more to come. Stay tuned for another hour of Sports Call right after the break. Since 1995, Alabama's sports talk leader, Tiger Communications, proudly presents Sports Call. 
It's time to join our Sports Call crew as they discuss the latest headlines and happenings around Auburn and the entire sports world. To be part of the show, give us a call at 334-887-3401 locally or toll-free at 1-888-9-TIGER-9. We're taking phone calls all show long and want to talk about whatever you've got on your mind. And now, coming to you live from the loveliest village on the plains, Auburn's first and Auburn's favorite sports talk show, Sports Call. Hour number two of Sports Call set to get underway. Brant Daughtry, Cam Barry, Luke Flurry. We are your trio for today's wonderful, beautiful show. The dynamic trio. Absolutely. Thursday, April 21st. It's a wonderful, beautiful day here on the Plains. Anyway, anyway, if you follow us on Twitter, you've seen that we have been... We, we've, we've done something different <sighs> with our Twitter. Yeah. We, ha- we have published the Great Sports Movie Bracket. Uh. We have had that going for a little over a week now. And we recently concluded our second round. The round of 32 is done. The winners have been decided. Fellas, let's talk about it. Leading off, Rocky versus the Rookie. That was a the number one seed versus the 17. Rocky took that one. I don't think anybody's too surprised by that one. No. The, rookie, the Rookie's yeah. great. Rocky is one of the best sports movies of all time. Yeah. Most, yeah. Uh, that was never a debate, honestly. Yeah. It's, it's Rocky, man. <laughs> Here's your upset pick. Hoosiers, the nine seed... Fell to Waterboy, the 25. I'll say this. Woo! Waterboy Waterboy does not deserve to be a 25. It is a better movie than a 25. I love Waterboy. Waterboy is great. It's one of Adam Sandler's best movies. He's got two football movies that are both incredible. That and uh, The Longest Yard, uh, the the second. Uh, not, not the second one. So the 5 version. Yeah, the 05. The 05. <laughs> the 05 version yeah. is good. Yeah. it's here's, here's the first one. Okay, no, never mind. Sorry. Next up. Glory Road, the 5, versus Major League, the 12. You know what they say about that 12-5. It's the most common upset in the NCAA tournament. It's dangerous. It's dangerous. And it was dangerous here, too. The 12 overcomes the 5. Major League defeats Glory Road. Is anybody upset about that one? I love Major League. It's one of my favorite baseball movies. I'm not upset about it. Major League, all-time classic as well. absolutely. Here's where I get upset. This is the first matchup that upset me. The number 13, Bull Durham. No way you took could be on upset about this. The num- number four, The Blind Side. No way. The Blind Side beat Bull Durham. It's The Blind Side. Bull Durham is a significantly better movie than The Blind Side. What? Wow. Argue with me. Oh, no. I, <laughs> Bull, dude, Dur- Bull Durham it's is It's The Blind a, Side. Are you kidding me? The, it's, look, the, the story is really cool. I, when was the last time you watched the movie The Blind Side? The last time, like I mean, ago. if it if it comes on TV, I'll I'll sit and watch it. It's I love it's the Blind not Side. That great. Oh, the, the no, story's no, incredible. No, the story disagree. of Michael That's Moore is awesome. That's a very very well made movie. It's not great. That as much a, as I love Sandra Bullock, that is a very good movie. You know, I love you the know Blind Side. what's awesome about that movie? And I'm trying to think of names and I can't right now. Hold on, who is the head coach at Liberty? His name is Kate. Who was it? Ole Miss. Who? Hugh Freeze. Hugh Freeze. Yeah, Hugh Freeze. Thank you. Yeah. You know. The coach in the Blind Side, 
that gets under investigation because he has Michael Orr and there's all these accusations and all this shady stuff that happened. Yeah. And that was actually Hugh Freeze. In real life. <laughs> it was Hugh Freeze. And that's, that's, that's why that's one of the reasons Michael Orr went to Ole Miss was because Hugh Freeze got hired by them, not as a head that's coach funny. at the time. I didn't know but that. Yeah. Yeah. That, that is that's funny. I yep. had no idea. Gives, gives about you a that. whole different perspective on that movie when you when you Still realize a great movie. That it's, it's good. It's really good. It's I really still good. would pick it over Bull Durham. Bull Durham bro. is better. Bull Durham is a better I, movie than The Blind Side. I'd argue with your mother. I can't, uh-huh. and I will. <laughs> All right, let's move on. The three-seed Sandlot took on the 14-seed Invincible. Blowout. First of all, how did Invincible beat Gridiron Gang? Gridiron Gang is a classic. Yeah, I love Gridiron Gang is a classic. I, I guess love, I guess Invincible is a really good movie. I'm I love not that movie. I'd say I, that I've seen it because I haven't. Yeah, I. But anyway, Sandlot beat Invincible. That was that was a blowout, like you said. That yeah. was like a, a sixty to sixty five thirty five voting percentage blowout. Yeah, I'm looking at an eighty six to thirteen. Oh, really? That bad? Is yeah. it really? Yeah. Wow. There's one percent we're missing. <laughs> Decimals are hard. <laughs> the eleven seed Bad News Bears. First of all, Space Jam lost to Bad News Bears in the first round. That's a shame. Shame. But Bad News Bears was taken down by Rudy, the sixth seed in the second round. Can't blame it. Can't blame it. Rudy's no. a great movie. Rudy, yeah. Rudy's Love a, movie. Another Love classic. Rudy. Shout out to, uh, what's what's that actor's name? He played Sam in Lord of the Rings. He was Bob in Stranger Things. I cannot remember the oh. actor who played Rudy. Yeah, what's his name? That's bothering me. I don't want to look it up. I'm I, looking I, it up. I, I can't remember, but I love that actor. And Sean, I, I think it's Sean something. Sean, yeah, Sean Aston. Sean Aston. Sean Aston. That's his name. Shout out to him for sure. Yeah, it, it's ab- absolutely a great actor. Played Rudy really well. But Rudy versus Sandlot in the next round. That'll be a very interesting matchup. Up next, you had Field of Dreams, number seven seed, taking on Caddyshack, the ten. This one was very close. I believe this one was a fifty-one to forty-nine, if I if I remember correct. Let's see. Wait. Let's see. Have we covered the other side of the bracket? Filled, filled of dreams and Caddyshack, you said? Yeah. Uh, that that ended up being 67.3 to really? 32.7. That's, in, yeah, it, in that's favor of field incredible of to me. Yeah, Field of Dreams took that match Caddyshack. Caddyshack. Caddyshack's a better on, movie. Slept Caddyshack on. is a better movie. Put some respect on early Chevy Chase. <sighs> I agree. This one... This one sucks that one of these two had to lose. Happy... This is the the, the final side. And Luke, Luke, to answer your question, we're... We have not gone over the other side of the bracket. We're going to do that as soon as we're done here. Okay. Uh, remember the Titans and Happy Gilmore. First of all, how did it those two go, go up against each other in the second round? Yeah, I, I, That's I upsetting. Yeah. But Happy Gilmore, the 15. Remember the Titans, the 2. Remember the Titans took that matchup. That is a, a very... Still, that's tough, Still man. love me some Happy Gilmore, though. I love Happy Gilmore, and I think Remember the Titans is the better movie. I, I enjoy Remember the Titans. I watch it at least yeah. once a year. <laughs> it, it's a, it's it, like, God, I love Remember the Titans. Yeah, very, very solid movie, for yeah. sure. It's historically inaccurate. I had to write a paper about it uh, when I was in college, and it, look, man. <laughs> we just wrote a paper on Remember the Titans oh, a couple you? weeks ago. Really? Yeah. It's, it is uh, not, not 100% no. true to life. No. But, but still, it, it is, makes for it, great, makes yeah, for great, great film. movie. <laughs> one of my favorites. Makes for went to a wall after it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Some of the best, like in like pep talk speeches ever. Um, Let's go. Denzel Washington, a beast in that movie. All right, other side of the bracket. So those that was your one through thirty-two. Here's your other side, one through thirty-two. Moneyball took on 
or excuse me, yeah, Moneyball took on We Are Marshall, which uh, again, both just incredible movies. Yeah, yeah, uh, Moneyball, great, great movie about the yeah. Oakland A's that. I, I actually wanted to watch that the other day and I didn't. I watched it in favor of something else, but I, I love that movie. It's a very, very good movie. Um, very uh, different role for uh, Brad Pitt. No. Jonah Hill. Yes, Jonah Hill. Very, yeah, very Jonah, different. Jonah role Hill, for Jonah like, Hill. It's always funny to me, and we'll get back to the movie in a second. It's always really cool to me when like comedic actors play serious roles. Yeah. Like uh, I, I immediately go to Adam Sandler and Uncut Gems. Right. Yeah. But to see. Um, Guys like that really succeed in those kinds of roles. Uh, is very sure. cool. Jonah Hill in uh, Moneyball being one of them. All right, next matchup, you had the nine seed Coach Carter going against the eight seed Rocky Two. First of all, Rocky Two went up against Varsity. Shame. Went went up against Varsity Blues in the first round. Varsity Blues is one of the best high school football movies ever. I don't understand how that's Never a twenty-five. It. It's so it's it's so good. It's a comedy. <laughs> It is a comedy. Interesting. There's a character named Billy Bob. He's a big fat guy. Uh, it's the best. I think he has like a pet goat, if I remember correctly. I can't but believe it. He plays offensive line, and he's one of the best characters ever made. Can't believe Rocky Two won over Coach Carter, though. I love Coach Carter. What? I, I did yeah. not know that. Yeah, Rocky Two beat out Coach Carter. Yeah, that's that's I tight love for me. Coach that's Carter, tight. bro. Coach Carter's the one with Samuel L. Jackson, right? Yes. Yeah that that one's that one's so great. They're both great. I don't. I don't know, man. That one's yeah. such a close call. That's a tough for me. one. That was definitely a tough one. But yeah. I, I picked when I voted. I voted for Coach Carter because yeah, that, that's a that's a great movie. Yeah. So Rocky Two takes that matchup. Next up, Days of Thunder, the twenty-eight over the five in the first round upset. They beat out the ga- greatest game ever played. And Rocky Three upset Slapshot. So Rocky Three versus Days of Thunder. Rocky Three took that one. The Rocky movies are going strong right now. Very strong. They're. I mean, all of them outside of. Rocky Rocky Five lost in the first round, if I remember correctly, and then I think Rocky Four. Yeah, Rocky still, Four also. Rocky Four went out in the first. round. Rocky Four also went out of the first, first round, which makes sense because those are kind of you know later those, in, and then those are the middle, yeah. middle of the road Rockies. Yeah, and those are the ones that you're kind of like well, they're still making those, like yeah, you know something like that. So totally fine. But Rocky One through Three can go strong, definitely. Absolutely. So the next matchup you had the Karate Kid versus the Natural. Ooh. This is another tough one because both. Incredible Karate movies, Kid. but Karate Kid kind of took it. it this yeah. is the original Karate Kid, not the Jaden Smith one. Still a good movie. I stand by it's that. It's not. I stand um, by that. <laughs> it's, it's, I'd say the Karate Kid is probably my top three, top three favorite sports movies ever. Really, dude? I, I don't know what it is. I don't Karate know what Kid is. slaps, bro. It's Wax a good movie. Karate, Karate Kid goes hard. If you, uh, that's a great, great, great movie. Anyone who's seen like the uh, the the show that come out with Cobra, Cobra Kai, Kai. Along also yeah, 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 really good. Also good show. Yes, I watched it. I'd say Karate Kid's up there with a. I was sad. Cool Runnings got paired up against We Are Marshall. Cool Runnings, such a great movie. This is a shame. It really is. All right, next up, you had Brian Song versus Friday Night Lights. Friday Night Lights took that one, and I don't think anybody's going to be upset about that. No, I don't even know what Brian Song is about. I I don't either. (laughs) So nobody in this studio had a hand in putting this bracket together. Yeah. This this bracket was thrown together three years ago, then COVID hit, and it kind of got put on the back burner, and we're doing it now. That's why, like... Movies like Creed Two are not on. That here. movie came out in 1971. Did it, Brian's song? Yes. I again, I've never seen it. But what? I, well, there are it's other a, it's old about movies a Chicago, on here. When it's it, about a Chicago Bears football player. It okay. Seems like so. I I guess. Uh, Either way, Friday Night Lights yeah. took it. Yeah. Uh, Friday, I love Friday Night, Night Lights mostly because that football team, um, their uniforms looked very similar to the. The older uniforms of the high school I went to, like right. the, to the same P on the helmet, the white helmet. Their colors were black. Ours were maroon and gold. Their colors were black and white. Ours were maroon and gold. But other than that, those Damn. uniforms and the the 
the old uniforms of the high school I went to were virtually identical. So very, very big fan of Friday Night Lights. Uh, next up, you had the 11 seed Sea Biscuit versus the six seed A League of Their Own. Y'all ever seen A League of Their Own? No. That that movie's incredible. It's, I've also um, never seen Sea Biscuit, so I just kind of uh, Sea Biscuit. I have seen Sea Biscuit. It's been Toby McGuire. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's he's a what is he? he's a jockey? He's a yeah. horse jockey. Oh, uh, Sea Biscuit is the horse. Okay. It's a good movie. It's a very I, good movie. Oh, yeah. You know what? Oh, what's the Oh, Secretariat? Yes. Yeah, so why is Secretariat not in That's this? That's a great question. Why is Secretariat not in this? That's a great question that we have asked. Why is, why is Love and Basketball not in this? Have either of y'all seen Love and Basketball? I've not. Oh, my gosh. Classic movie. Love and Basketball should also have been in this bracket. There, there are definitely some misses on here. That, I wish we had almost redone this completely. But oh, anyway, <laughs> anyway. Completely. Still still an overall good bracket. There are just some, like, yeah. like Brian's song. I'd never heard of that before. Mm-hmm. You know? So I, I just wasn't. How was I supposed to know or vote on that one? And then we could have added the new Space Jam. Could have added four versus Creed Ferrari, two. Creed two. Could have done a bunch. Of, uh, added a few. We could have replaced a few yeah. movies in here for sure. There's, but but for real, like it's, a league, a league of their own. Is Tom Hanks is a baseball manager in a women's only baseball league? Ah, and it's very good. If you've ever heard, like, there's no crying in baseball. Yeah, that's from a league of their own. Oh, okay. And it's it's a it's a really really good movie. Really funny movie. I recommend was, you see. Was it. Talladega Nights on this bracket? Yeah, Talladega, yes, Talladega Nights. Nights was a first Talladega round. Knights lost to Major League. Yeah, mm-hmm. a very that unfair one, matchup. Yeah, that one was that one sucked that those two were up against each other in the first round. Those, unf- are, yeah. those are both like elite eight. Oh for trust me. Oh trust me. Uh, yeah, Brandon and I talked about Talladega Nights losing in the first round. We we were upset about yeah. it because that's an elite Will Ferrell movie. Ex- Absolutely, extremely. I, I, it's probably my favorite Will Ferrell movie. Extremely elite. Yeah. Uh, next up. Again, a league of their own took that matchup. Next up, Jerry Maguire versus For the Love of the Game. Jerry Maguire took that one. I've seen Jerry Maguire. I don't remember anything about it. Yeah, I've maybe. never seen a love the For the Love of the Game. So I'm not shrug. 100% sure. Yeah, yeah. shrug, shrug. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Jerry Maguire moves on to the Sweet Sixteen. This this one is was interesting. Ridiculous yeah. voters. Shame on you. The longest yard, the original version. Shame with Burt on you. Nineteen seventy four. Are you kidding me? Versus Creed. No. Longest yard took it. Ooh. That's a shame. It is. I say shame on Look, you voters. I, I, I voted loved, Creed. I really love the original Longest Yard. I think Creed's a better movie. Creed is a way better movie. I think Creed's a better you, movie. You, as much as I, there's no way a 1974 version of a movie. Look, and not just you know completely. Rag on, Look, it's on a great movie. Older time movies, but come on, man! Like that's almost fifty years ago, and Creed is an amazing movie. A great gets you so hyped. Con- yes, a great yeah. continuance from the Rocky series. They did a great job bridging that gap. Yeah, and and keeping you know keeping Rocky in there. It, it was great. I, I just don't understand how that one lost. I'm, I was definitely upset about that one losing. Yeah. So that is our update on the great sports call movie break. Sports call, great sports movie bracket. Round of 16, set to get underway here Uh, shortly. Shame on you voters. (laughs) We will be back in about two minutes. Two minutes. You're listening to Sports Call on Tiger 95.9. JJ Jackson and the guys want to hear from you. Give them a call to join Sports Call at 334-887-3401. I'm Britt Bowen, voice of Auburn women's basketball and Auburn softball. You're listening to Sports Call on Tiger 95.9. 
Welcome back to Sports Call. We have had one caller today. That was James from Montgomery. He joined us on the Auburn Bank phone line. And in fact, all of our Sports Call callers and guests join us on the Auburn Bank phone line. Auburn Bank has been your hometown bank for one, over 110 years. Visit them online at auburnbank.com for more information. Your partner, your neighbor, your friend, member FDIC, equal housing lender. It's Give us a call to join Sports Call at 334-887-3401 locally or toll-free at one 9 tiger 9 Auburn Bank is proud, excuse me, Auburn Bank is our proud sponsor of the Sports Call phone line. Guys, we were talking over the break, Some perhaps, perhaps some notable omissions. <sighs> From the great sports Very call, great edition. sports movie bracket. I know we're deep in the bracket now, so we can't obviously change anything. But right, right, right. man, like Luke mentioned, forty-two. I didn't even think about forty-two. Forty-two is great. Forty-two, man. That movie. That 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 movie came out in what twenty seventeen, if think I so. remember correctly. Yeah. So that should have been able to have been included. Yeah, one, one of Chadwick Boseman's last films, bro. Right, and, and an absolute great one at that. Yeah, I, I just. Some of the movies that were omitted, like I said, Love and Basketball, probably should have added the new Space Jam in there just for kicks and giggles. Uh, look, the you, new Space Jam was maybe, not good. Look, 32 okay, but here's the thing. 32 <laughs> seed, that's fine. That's fair. But that's a, uh, that's a movie that at least you know about. Or over yeah. Brian's song. Right. Uh, over Brian's song, exactly. Or the 1974 version of um, The Longest Yard. So we have two versions of the, the of the Longest Yard in there, which granted, all right, they're remakes. That's fine. Yeah. But I, I, I feel like both of those movies are good enough and popular enough <sighs> that they both deserve to be on, on the bracket. Hmm. I, I agree to disagree. I, I especially... I guess it's fair though. You know, you never know. I respect it. I respect yeah, it. Yeah, I respect it. I respect it. I'm trying to. <laughs> I'm trying to bring it up right now and see it. So let's let's look at the 32 seats. First of all, first round. Airbud is a 32. <laughs> Why is Airbud a 32? Airbud's a fantastic Dude. movie. Yes, it's campy. Yes, the CGI does Love not it. hold up. Yes, it is. You know, a Love dog it. playing baseball. Airbud's an incredible. It's movie. a dog playing sports. Yeah, and how it's do a you kids not, movie. It's how can awesome. you not love that? Yeah, you know. The other one is Rocky Five. I thought Rocky Five was a good movie. I never. I I can't. I can't I remember get, Rocky Five. I didn't even get past three. So that's like, fair. That's I, fair. It's I know. Rocky, I know the first one. He's Rocky against. Five came out like. Early 2000s. It was like a, so. a big time gap. Yeah. See, and, and the, I remember the last one was Rocky Balboa. They didn't have a number beside it. They called it Rocky Balboa. And I think that was Rocky Six. Oh, my gosh. But I, I'm not sure. Six. Sylvester Stallone milked that for all it was worth. And, you know, more power to him. Can you not? I mean, you can't blame him. Yeah, no. I, just, I, I like Sylvester Stallone. I, I think he made a lot more money probably off Creed and Creed Two than he did probably <laughs> off his last... The last three the Rocky last movies? three Rocky yeah. movies, probably. You know? Um, Coach Carter still... That, yeah. Losing to Rocky Two That really hurts my heart. Like, I understand Rocky Two's so good. Rocky Two is so good. But Coach Carter, man. That's... So it, you, you had inspired. the first one where it's like Rocky is one of the greatest sports movies of all time. And then you have Rocky Two, which was like so topical because the Cold War was going on at the right, time. And exactly. It's him. And they actually like talk about the Cold War. And right. like it's not actually over yet historically. And it's him versus a Russian guy. Who's massive? Well, it, what was the Russian guy's name? Does anybody remember? He had like Drago. Yeah, yes. Ivan Drago. Ivan Drago. That's such a cool name. Yeah, and uh, he was in Creed Two. Yeah, his, he was in Creed Two. Was he? Yes. I, I still have Dude, not seen Creed Two. I think. Please watch Creed Two. It's yeah. worth it. I think I, uh, Creed Two is better than Creed One. You think so? Is it? 
I, 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 I mean, I could, I could really agree. I, I really could. Movies I needed to watch. I watched. Uh, I watched the Batman last night. The new Batman. Finally, it's really good. Welcome. It's very, very good. Gosh, I really did enjoy that. Yeah. I, w- I will take five more Battinson movies, please. Great, great um, film overall. Just, I loved it from front to back. Yeah. I don't think it was exactly what I was expecting, but oh, I didn't. Three hate hours. It. Uh, three I, hours. Yeah, that was kind of tough. I didn't, I didn't hate it, it though. It didn't it feel different. like three hours. It, no, it didn't yeah. feel like there was anything in there where it was just like, oh, we we could have cut this and made make the movie shorter. There was not there was no filler there. It no. was a legit three hour movie, oh, and it, yeah. I feel like it needed to be to, to be what it wanted to be. Very much so highlighted like the detective aspect of yeah. of Batman. The, it was. I enjoyed how it was. It wasn't quite horror. No, but it, but was, it was like was a dark. thriller. Yeah. It was it very. Was it was very thriller it, and. The, the Riddler is the villain. That's not a major spoiler. They advertise that. The Riddler was very threatening. I, I enjoyed what they did with that movie. Yeah. I enjoyed it a lot. Very well-made movie. I really like how they portrayed Gotham. I feel like that's how yeah, Gotham, Gotham is. Yeah. Like, unlike yeah. in the uh, Dark Knight trilogy where it, like... It feels it was, like New York. Yeah. Yeah. This did not feel like New York. It felt it like... It was dark. It was raining all the time. It, was, I mean, it yeah, rained facts. all the time. All the time. It was always raining in, Go- in Gotham in Square Garden. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was, Goth- was, Gotham Square Garden is pretty funny. Definitely, definitely great. Yeah. <sighs> so, what did we have? We talked about. I know we talked about this break. Did we talk about how Forty Two is not on here yet? We yeah, did. I, we did. I, I okay, did. I couldn't remember if we did that on air or not. Oh, we could touch on some Auburn baseball though. Oh yeah, we yes. could. We could. Auburn did play some baseball last night. They sure did. And they, uh, they ran it up a little bit. I mean, they kind of had to, especially after how the uh, how the previous game yeah went. You know, with with walking batters and and that whole situation against uh against yeah. alabama state but i mean to dominate the way they did came out showed showed exactly what they were made of um very proud of the team to maybe bounce back you know in yeah, that for, sense almost for anybody who's not familiar with the situation auburn's going to play five games five days in a row they've played two of the five they had um they had a they had a wednesday game against south alabama i want to yes. say they had a Wednesday game against South Alabama. They should have won that game. Had like a five to one lead. It ended up walking six guys in in one inning. Did not give up a hit, but they still gave up the lead. It was a it was a very very bad situation for Auburn baseball, and they ended up winning that game. But they had to use a lot of their bullpen arms. And uh, baseball coach Butch Thompson, <laughs> goodness, is like every time I every time I'm on this show, I absolutely forget the names of everybody that I need to remember. But Butch Thompson said at the beginning of this week, this is one of the most important weeks of the season because you've got South Carolina coming in this weekend and South Carolina is just not great at baseball. You would love to sweep them. You yeah. would kind of expect to sweep them. Hopefully. You have to take 2 out of 3. Got to. So but you would really expect to sweep. Well, you have a mid you have a Wednesday game against South Alabama. Yeah. Or and, a, and Tuesday, said, a Tuesday game. Against I said, South yeah, Alabama. Tuesday. I said Tuesday. I said it's South Alabama. It's Alabama State. That they Alabama that. State, right, right, right. And then they played Kennesaw State yesterday. So yes, that's so you, you that's had you had the Alabama State game, where you know you had to throw some of your bullpen arms that you were trying to save for that South Carolina series. Yeah, and you've kind of wasted their arms on a game that you should have run away with. Well, last night they come back and they beat Kennesaw State eleven to one. Yeah, uh, and th- so you really you come back and you you do, like you said you had to blow them out because you couldn't afford to use any any more of your no. yeah. weekend bullpen arms again. You play these midweek series where you play the guys that are good but need more work, and then the weekend conference series is where you bring out your big guns. Uh, so Auburn's trying to save their quote unquote big guns. 
for this weekend. I believe that series against South Carolina starts tomorrow. Yes, sir. So yes. Tomorrow here at Plainsman Park, 6 o'clock. And you should be listen, be able to listen to it on our airwaves. I want to say 93.9? Yes. Yes. Yes, that game will be on 93.9. Uh, by the way, uh, over on 93.9 right now, yeah. you can listen to Brooks Childress and Ryan Lavoie calling some Smith Station baseball. I want to give them a shout out. Definitely. Yeah, because they are over there doing good work. We are going to take another time out here. If I can find my mouse. There it is. Little uh, Talk Too Much by Coin. I like this song. <laughs> I put this song in. But uh, great song here. We'll be back in just a little bit. You're listening to Sports Call, Tiger 95.9. Sports Call has been on the air since 1995. Follow Sports Call on Twitter at Sports Call AU. Like us on Facebook at Sports Call AU. Sports Call can now be heard on your Amazon Alexa devices. Open up the Alexa app on your iPhone or Android and tap the menu icon at the top left. Tap Skills and Games in the menu and search for Sports Call Auburn. Select the skill, then tap Enable to Use, and you're done. All you have to do now is say, hey, Alexa, play Sports Call Auburn, and you are listening to Auburn's first and Auburn's favorite sports talk show. Uh, I know Brooks really loves doing that ad read because he feels like he's activating people's Alexas <laughs> they're ever listening to it, which Alexa. if you're listening into your house, you're probably listening it, listening on it. <laughs> through Alexa? Maybe. I mean, maybe. I don't know. I don't know how it works. I don't know how you're listening. You can listen on our website. You can listen on the app. You can listen on live radio. Yes, you can. You can listen on the podcast later in case you missed the show or you're like me and you hate anything that has a commercial in it. <laughs> it's it's really a wonderful world we live in where you can do things like that. Anyway, Cam, you said you had something you wanted to talk about before uh, while we were at break. Did I? Oh, well, yeah. I mean, NFL draft stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about the NFL yeah, draft. Bro. You've got... Remind me of the draft order again. Jaguars have so first. Jags have first. Lions at number two. Uh, we'll go top ten. All right. Houston at three. Uh, Jets at four. The New York Jets. New York Giants at five. Carolina Panthers six. New York Giants seven via Chicago. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons. Our Atlanta Falcons at eight. Uh, the go Seattle birds. Seahawks, yes, sir, go birds. The Seattle Seahawks via Denver are getting the ninth pick um, because of, I want to say because of the Russell Wilson trade. Um, and the Jets round out with the 10th pick uh, get, uh, via Seattle. That would have been really, really, really cool if Seattle could have landed the ninth and 10th pick. Yeah. If they oh didn't gosh. trade it to the Jets, that would have been really cool. So Jacksonville Jaguars have a myriad of needs. Yeah. Most of all, stability at the head coaching position. Yeah, more than a guy who is not. Let's call it what it is. He's a clown. Urban Meyer. (laughs) Urban Meyer did not deserve that job. He got it for a year. It was a freaking disaster. Like most of us knew it would be. Actually, hold on. Before we continue with this any further, I want to say thank you to Luke Flurry. Luke had to go. He had some uh, prior obligations. He had to go take care of. Yeah, but Luke uh, Luke Flurry stepped in here for half of the show. He was great. Love having him. Love having him on the show. He's doing great work for us uh, in our internship program. So big thanks to Luke for stepping in here. I want to get that out of the way. Anyway, what what do the Jaguars need most, in your opinion? Because I'll always say when you have a young quarterback – Protect him. Offensive line was yeah. going to be my say. Either offensive line or 
you go BPA, which would at this point it seems like it's consensus that it's um, Aiden Hutchinson, right? Like we kind of touched on a little bit earlier, which you obviously need to rush the passer as well. Yeah. You know that I feel like that's definitely key, um, so that your defense doesn't get in too tired out. But I could definitely see them going uh, offensive line. Um, I think the best. It seems like it's um, Akeem. Ooh, I do not know how to say this. Akeem Ikwanwu, I want to say, is the best. Wait. Offensive tackle out of NC State. He's, okay, the, okay, he's okay. the number one offensive tackle. Um, you could also go Evan Neal, yeah, Alabama. Ed, Evan Ex- Neal out of Alabama is the, the name that I've seen most. Extremely talented. Um, yeah, this this guy at NC State has has made like a, a very recent push right, right, right. in in draft boards. Um, right now, he's projected to go number five to the New York Giants, but I could definitely see him going may, maybe not number one overall. Maybe the Jags trade back because this is one of those years where the number one overall pick is not essentially a yeah. lock. You know, it, it's not. We talked like, we talked yeah, about it right with with it, James earlier, yeah, where it's just it doesn't seem like there's one consensus number one guy that so so you this might be the year where you trade down somebody might want to trade up to get their guy um i could definitely see it happening i i wanted uh we could talk about our falcons you know obviously (laughs) because i i just um, well, I was gonna go one at a time here, and we, we I was gonna go one at a time through the top ten. And through we'll, the top ten, yeah, All we'll right, probably we'll probably round out the hour right. with uh, we'll probably go one through five here, then six through ten uh, after our next break. Yeah, so Lions, Lions up next. I mean, well, the the Jacksonville Jaguars in this offseason they hired a bunch of they they signed a bunch of free agents. Yeah, they spent a lot of money to put as many pieces around um, Trevor Lawrence to kind of make him as successful as possible. I definitely think that was the right move. Um, first year head coach. Now, I, I don't even know who their head coach is. That's a shame. <laughs> I, I don't follow the Jags whatsoever. No, it's um, until they prove they're a serious franchise. I, oh, what's... I'm is it Doug of, Peterson? No. Yes, it is. I think it might be... Doug Peterson sounds right. It um, is Doug Peterson. Ah, I do know stuff sometimes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so, Doug Peterson, I think he's going to definitely implement a solid offense. I think just... Yeah. I, I think... You obviously chalked last year to being a throwaway year for Jacksonville just because yeah. of everything that was going on. Because you hired Urban yeah, Meyer. Yeah, because I, I, you wasted in a year. In the NFL, in my opinion, you wasted coach, a year. To coach grown men, Yeah, you hired Urban Meyer. Definitely and I'll never, not a fan. I will never forgive Shotgun for that. <laughs> um, Detroit Lions now, they're number two. Um, I think they, I I I think they need them, a quarterback. See, I could see them going quarterback, but it's not even like Jared Goff is bad. You know, Jared Goff was not great. He's, he was, what, number two overall, right? right. Drafted. I, I don't think you're going to win a Super Bowl with Jared Goff. He went to a Super Bowl, though. He did. Well, I, yeah, you're right. You know? You're right. That's you, fair. You, you know? And so why why can't you? He's got that experience. He's got that playoff experience. I, I don't but see why you still can't. have that, though? I mean, can, I don't see why he can Does he still have the ability to do that? You know, he's young, and you're paying him a lot of money. I'm so. worried he might be broken, though. That's the, that's the problem. <laughs> Hopefully is his confidence shattered? Is he, is he Carson Wentz? You yeah. know, yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, that's understandable. I, I don't see why you can't at least try. And you know, if if I would ride it out for this year, I don't think any quarterback that you draft this year would be one that you could stay like you know put your franchise on and be like, this is the guy that's going to lead us yeah. to the promised land. Every so, the, the best quarterback here is something of a of a hail mary. Right, right. So, you know, so Kenny Pickett, he could he could be boomer bust. I wouldn't Malik use my number two thing. draft pick for that. I would. Yeah, so I see that. I would go defense. Um, Trayvon Walker has absolutely Ooh, yeah. skyrocketed. 
up these draft boards. You know, they had him kind of fringe top 10, uh, middle 15 round. I, I was very, I'm now seeing where he's, you know, on the up and up. Right now, Kuiper has him number two going to the Lions. That would be a great pick. Um, and, you know, that I think that would be a great fit. I mean, he's he's a stud. He's an absolute stud. Yeah, done with the Lions. Want to interrupt that talk for just one second for some breaking news, courtesy of Justin Lee. Auburn softball head coach Mickey Dean has signed an extension, keeping him under contract through the 2026 Woo! season. Let's go. Auburn softball having their best year under Mickey Dean. Yeah. He, I mean, he, he always said, just wait until I get my girls in here. I mean, absolutely. Wait until this class comes in. This class has come in, and now Auburn is back in the national rankings. Auburn softball kind of on the up and up right now. And Mickey Dean gets a four-year extension because of yeah. it. This was the last year of his contract. Yeah. But and a lot of people weren't hundred percent sure. Yeah, you know, my, I feel myself like, included. I'll follow yeah, you. If that. this team wasn't going to be as successful as they have been, you kind of could see that Mickey Dean probably was not going to be brought back after yeah. this season. But he's got his girls in, and they are raking. Let yeah, me tell they you. are. They <laughs> are. Uh, I mean, Briellis is about to set a record. Yeah, for sure. Of uh, you know, and I, I think she's going to break a ton of records before she's done. Thirty-four uh, and nine right now. I mean, just. Great, yeah. great softball right yeah. now. They, and they've they've slowed down a little bit since hitting yeah. SEC play. Yeah, definitely. But that was Which, expected. And the SEC is the toughest conference. Yeah, in just you know, about every yeah, sport, yeah, softball yeah. included. Right, right. So, you know, why, why would you expect anything different? Yeah. Um, on a five-game win streak right now, though, um, seven and eight in conference. Probably want to bump that up a little bit, it seems like. But um, we play Mississippi State um, tomorrow. Yeah, that is. If you're wondering why I'm hosting the show, it's because JJ Jackson is in Starkville, yeah. Mississippi, and uh, he will he will be on the call for that. Yep, he will be on the call for that one. I believe that game starts at 4:30 tomorrow. Uh, so, five thirty. Five thirty. Yes, sir. So listen to that. You can listen to that right here on Tiger 95.9. Yeah, so you can. Shortened show tomorrow. But anyway, moving on. Number three in the NFL draft. Uh, the Houston Texans. So the like Houston Texans. Yeah, Ooh. you know, overall the Texans. Thing. I feel the, like they need a quarterback. <laughs> So it seems as though they're kind of locking into Davis Mills. He's not bad. So they need he, a quarterback. I mean, no, but he's <laughs> look, look, he's not bad. And you you need to build everything around the quarterback, you know, before you really have a guy that you want to, you know, ride out your franchise with. You want to, you don't want him to go through his bumps and bruises while you're trying to build because he's not going to want to stay. And then if you're not winning, then he's definitely not going to want to stay. Um, so I could definitely it, – it sees – McShay has uh, Kayvon Thibodeau from Oregon, the defensive end out of Oregon, going number third overall to the Houston Texans. Don't hate that. You lost J.J. Watt um, last season. Or well, two seasons ago, I guess. So you really want to, you know, put in that pass rush for uh, for him. I think Thibodeau would definitely be a um, very successful in that D line. I don't see why not. Uh, I want to say the head coach is Lovey Smith. Um, so I think that'll be very, very good. Hopefully, you know, they can kind of create some continuity for that team. Uh, number four, uh, New York Jets. Kuiper has um, Sauce Gardner. Going number four, number four overall. I wish that the Falcons would draft Sauce Gardner. <laughs> you know, I, I I don't think he's gonna fall that low though. Honestly, I just I, think 
I I, th- I think the Falcons have a lot of needs no, and that are not corner. No, right because because of the signing of Casey Hayward. Now I don't think a number two corner is necessary anymore. Uh, Casey Hayward, a veteran presence, extremely uh, talented, great great pairing along with AJ Terrell. So I don't think that's as much of a need anymore. I think we'd just be drafting him to come off the bench and and Sauce is an immediate starter. Right. So I I definitely think the Jets could use some defense. Um, they that would be the best defender avail- available. Dude hasn't allowed a touchdown, I think, in his whole entire college career. Um, I, I don't see what you know how you can go wrong with that. He said he wants to be an immediate starter, lockdown corner. He wants to be an all pro, all pro starting corner at the very beginning of his career from his rookie season. So ambitious, and I don't <laughs> see why he can't be. You know, I, I why not give it a shot? Absolutely, I'm with you. All right. Who's next? New York Jets. Like I said, they have this offensive tackle. I don't. I don't want to say his name wrong, but Ikeem, Ikeem, Ikwanu, offensive tackle out of NC State. They need protection. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, yeah. They 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 got to protect the quarterback. I, I mean, I'll say that I'm <laughs> higher on Daniel Jones than most people. Yeah, I, I, I like Daniel Jones. I don't, I don't dislike Daniel Jones. I guess it's just I, I'm not I'm not know. ready to declare him no, a lost no. cause yet. No, for sure. no, yeah. I think I think that's fair. I think he suffered with some injury stuff, some concussion issues. Um, yeah. You know, if I think if he being on a on bad speed, team, yeah, being on a bad team, your your superstar running back is hurt more yeah. often than not at this I, point. I, I mean, I would hope that Saquon is going to be able to come back and be 100 percent healthy and and I feel like we say that about impact. every great running back though. I, I really do because I mean, in year two to be able to. Where he was in his rookie season was absolutely amazing, and then year two, he's you know he had the injury tore his ACL, and then year three still trying to come back from that. I'm hoping that that this year, you know he'll he'll recover and and in year four he'll truly be an impactful player. For sure. And I think that'll take a lot of pressure off, and and overall I think that'll make the Giants better. Um, but offensive tackle, you got to protect the quarterback, you got to protect Daniel Jones, so that's definitely a need. Number five, JJ's Carolina. Pan- or, excuse me, number six, JJ's Carolina yep. Panthers. Uh, Mel Kiper has Malik Willis going to really? the Carolina Panthers, which I, I just, could definitely see. I, they, you know, they, they need a quarterback. They're locked down. They need a quarterback. With, they need a quarterback, but they're already Sam locked Darnold into the guy. It. They're already lo- no. Sam Darnold's not it, but they still have to pay him, right? Like they're gonna pay Sam Darnold this year. I don't know if they have the money to allocate to another quarterback right now especially the number six overall pick i mean you might as well draft yeah i don't know i, I think if they draft a quarterback obviously they trade like you know you got to find you're some, not going to find anybody to trade him, him with that i don't contract. know you don't want him right you I mean, no, you, you don't you don't want sam darnold but he, yeah, you kind of have to have I, him right now he's disgusting you're paying him way too much money way to not much. start him dude the way that they went about that I think that's Matt, more Matt than, rule, Matt rule is, is a joke. Yeah, he's definitely struggling as a head coach just to make the right decisions. Um, didn't even see Sam Donald play a snap and extended him. Yeah, I, I just definitely was not the best idea, especially now you see you had to be forced to bring in Cam to kind of create some some at least stability, some positive the, yeah, momentum in the quarterback. And room. now Cam's gone. And yeah, I, now Cam's gone. I, I now think Cam's going to announce his you, retirement you, soon. You, I don't you think, think Cam, so. I think, I, I, I got, want. I want Cam Newton to still have it. He said I don't he's got think he teams that, that want him on the roster. I don't think Cam. I, has I think it, man. Cam I is really Cam is that kind of guy where if he's not starting, he's not playing. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, just, I I think I think his shoulders quit on him, 
and I think yeah. he's too old to be too lean on his athleticism. I think he still I think he can still do it. Yeah. I think if his shoulder was healthy, I think if he could still throw the ball, it's definitely gotta be the I, right situation. It is the, the Carolina Panthers beat that man to a pulp. They did. They did for ten him. years. Yeah. And it, I think his career is going to come to a a whimper of an end because of it, and that really yeah, does. Which make is it frustrating. Um, I mean, I could definitely see like. Seattle giving him a call. I don't really see yeah. well, like I Drew Locke might be the situation there. You know, they, <laughs> it's just very, very unsure. Maybe you know? Houston takes him. Maybe for a Houston, gap but it, he wants to be in a winning situation, right? So yeah, well, it's don't not we gonna all. be right, don't we all? So and I mean, eventually you gotta choose. Do you wanna be in a winning situation or do you wanna play quarterback? Yeah, do you, you wanna know? start a starting yeah, quarterback? Right. Do you wanna do you wanna you know and the Colts I mean I'd say like who's a good team that just needs a quarterback? The Colts are immediately come to mind, but now they have Matt Ryan, which just made me sad. So I mean, hey, I, I'm really I happy mean, for Matt. I'm man. very happy for Matt. I think he, the the Colts now they have everything they need yep. to win. They have the defense, they have the run game, they have the offensive line. They could probably use one more wide receiver, and that's probably what they're going to draft this year. Other yep. than that, they're they're all but set, you know. Um, but Malik Willis going to the Carolina Panthers, that would definitely be um, a good pickup for them. Definitely something yeah. that they need. I could also see them going defense, defensive line, or or offensive tackle, you know, draft an offensive lineman. Um, but quarterback is definitely a need. I've, I've seen where it's kind of teeter-totter between Malik between Malik and Kenny Pickett. You know, obviously yeah. those are the top that's, two, it I mean, that's, like. that's the interesting thing to me is it's like, Neither of them played in a super premier conference no. on a super good team. No, but, but they made really good plays. They yeah, were electrifying I mean, athletes in their own right. And Pitt won the ACC. So yeah, that's true. Which I mean, but it, it, ACC. it took Clemson having their worst year right. in like eight years right. to yeah, do it. Definitely. But still, you know, they did it. They won they, a Power Five conference did because it. of Kenny Pickett. Right. Exactly. So you know, I, I I definitely would want Malik personally. I I hope if the Falcons think are thinking about drafting a quarterback. And Malik Willis is there. I would like Malik Willis. I, yeah, I, I don't if know. If we man. are thinking about drafting a quarterback, he's, he's such a coin flip. He and is I, a coin I'm flip. With, I'm with you. Like, but if, man, if he's available, I say take him because and his upside, BPA. Come on, man, his upside is ridiculous. He's got, he's you, got a chance. You feel me? He's got like, potential. Very much potential. Number seven, the Giants again get another pick. Uh, this time, I would, I would definitely agree. McShay saying that they should go defense. I think they should also go defense. Jermaine Johnson, the second defensive end out of Florida State, um, should definitely be um, a very, very good pick for them. He's smart, um, and they can't, they can't rush the quarterback. So yeah, they yeah, they need to fair. they need to apply some pressure. Ah, now we are at number eight to our Falcons. Yep, five minutes to go. Let's talk about these next three in the next five minutes. Oh goodness! Oh, so I you're good. Even, you're we're good. We're yeah, good. but I can't even talk about the Falcons in detail like I want to. It's no, all good. It, no, go for uh, it. Go for it, dude. Drafting. It says it says that we should draft a wide receiver. And I understand There's so many needs. And I understand so many why needs. we should draft a wide receiver. But this is such a deep class. I don't think we should draft a wide receiver there. At eight, I think we should draft an edge rusher. Like if we could, you definitely need one. Yeah, I, I think if 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 Thibodeau could fall to to us, if if we can get Kayvon Thibodeau, I would be so happy. If we could get Jermaine Johnson the second, also would be very happy. Um, I I was hoping that Trayvon Walker would fall to us. Um, that that was even before he skyrocketed up. Like, yeah, I, I was hoping that you know he wouldn't get as much attention and he would be able to fall. <laughs> and but obviously he garnered a lot of attention, and so he's now you know a top five draft pick, which is unfortunate. 
for my Falcons. <laughs> um, or I should say our Falcons. Um, but Garrett Wilson, I mean, if we were to draft Garrett Wilson, dude's a dynamic player. I'd be perfectly player. fine yeah, with that. I, I mean, uh, you know, uh, it might as Even well be. Even Jamison Williams. I mean, it might know? as well, yeah, it might I, as well be. I'm really tired of Alabama players yeah. having to cheer for Alabama players, but <sighs> he's good. That, he's good, man. I mean, he's the number one. But right, I'm with you. I think be, Garrett Wilson would be. Yeah, I mean, I think Garrett Wilson goes before James. He's ranked Williams. as the number one wide wide receiver. Jameson Williams is actually projected to be almost like a third round pick at this. Really? Point. Yeah. Um, just you know, coming off injury now, you know that's ah, kind that's of a, fair. Yeah, that's fair. kind of a risk. Drake London also Still. could be a potential um, pick for the Falcons. You know, but it's really been between Drake London and Garrett Wilson that I've seen a lot of a yeah. lot of guys pick for, uh, for the Falcons. Number nine, Seattle Seahawks need to protect the quarterback offensive line has obviously been the biggest issue for probably about two three years now yeah um do you think that's where evan neal gets taken yeah, off the board yeah yeah definitely definitely they they have to go offensive line i don't see where else they could go you know maybe wide receiver quarterback. I, I wouldn't yeah i mean quarterback <laughs> as well but if kenny, kenny pickett malik willis is still available i could see them doing it yeah yeah potentially they might ride it out with drew, drew lock you know you never know it might end up trade for baker we'll see um, and then the Jets round oh, out yeah, the top Baker 10. Baker Mayfield, I forgot yeah. he was still Available. in a situation. Yeah. The Jets round out the 10th uh, the with the 10th pick, um, picking a wide receiver. Obviously, they need to give um, Zach Wilson some more options to throw the ball to. Um, Drake London, go up and get it. 6'4", wide receiver out of USC. Uh, I don't, you know, dude's a stud. I don't I don't know how else to yeah. describe it. Him yeah. and he's he's physical nasty. specimen. Physical specimen, literally. So that's the top ten of the NFL draft. Um absolute, you know, and, and these these guys are have been fluctuating so much. You know, there there is no consensus top ten top ten. Yeah. Not everybody has the same same top ten. Yeah. That's uh, from what I've seen. The the NBA draft it has in the past couple of years been kind of boring because you can kind of plot it out. It, yeah. That is not the case this no, year. No, no, not at all. It, it's it's top to bottom definitely going to be an interesting draft i think i think you see some trades up i think you see some trades down i think you see a whole bunch of different yeah uh, there will be a lot of moving parts yeah different different moving parts it will actually be like entertaining yeah you know the nfl draft. right we'll we'll see hopefully we get some auburn players to get drafted too yeah for sure Uh, you know roger mccreary and smoke monday and zacoby mclean are the the big three that people talk about um uh, from auburn getting drafted and yeah we will talk about that a little in bit the next later. Hour. Yeah, we will. Yes, we sir. will. We still have one minute left in this hour. So Yeah. Yeah, teasing I the mean, next hour. In the next hour, let's go ahead and talk about that. We will recap or we will talk about our monthly predictions. We've gone through that a little bit. We'll do that as soon as we come back from break. And also, we will give you our nightly TV guide, but that one will come a little bit later in the show. So, Cam. Yes, sir. It's been fun. Oh, it's yeah. been a fun two hours. We're having a great time. We have one more hour to go, as Zeus is going to say in about a minute. Georgia boys. Georgia boys. <laughs> Georgia. Luke's not from Georgia. Luke's from No, Luke's no, from no. Luke's here. not from Georgia, but now it's just you and me. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of Georgia boys, let's let's end the hour off on this. Have you talked to Javon lately? Yeah. I can is, he, yeah. is he doing good? He is yeah, doing talk, good. Talk, talk about him. You got about thirty seconds. He is doing good. Yeah, he's he's getting everything right. He's figuring it out up there uh, at ESPN, having a great time. I'm very happy for him. We're all very proud of him. He's representing us up there in in Bristol, and uh, he's, Bristol. he's having a great time. He's met some some new uh, new fresh faces as well that he's he's definitely enjoying. Yep, sounds good. Two hours down a sports call. One more hour to go. We'll be back in just a little bit here on Tiger ninety five point nine.
two hours of sports call are finished. Don't touch that radio dial. We've got one more hour to go. Whether you're leaving work, cruising around town, or listening on demand, we've still got some fun left for you. To be part of the show, give us a call at 334-887-3401 locally or toll-free at 1-888-9-TIGER-9. Auburn's first and Auburn's favorite sports talk show has been on the air since 1995 and is ready for 60 more minutes of fun. Now, let's get this hour of Sports Call started. Hour number three of Sports Call set to get underway. Brant Daughtry and Cam Barry coming to you live at 11.35. That's not true. It's only 5.04 p.m. (laughs) Anyway, getting ready for the start of hour number three here. Cam, it is time to go over something we do every month. Yes. Let's do it. Are you looking for a sure bet at what's going to happen this month? Well, then don't listen to these guys. I wouldn't. It's Sports Calls Monthly Predictions. No, we're really dumb. Yeah, but I, anyway, w- I would not listen to us. Yeah, Sports Call Monthly Predictions. We do we do these every month, about 10 or so questions. Uh, JJ comes up with these questions. They're really, really hard, and uh, we answer them to the best of our ability. And uh, if it works out, we get a point. If it doesn't work out, you get nothing. We were asked 10 questions this month. Leading off with, which golfer will win the 2022 Masters? Cam, you and I do not watch golf. Not a lick. (laughs) If you've not heard... I picked Tiger. If you have not heard myself and Brooks Childress go back and forth on the Masters, you can listen to that on our Sports Call podcast, which you can find just about anywhere. iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts, Google Play, you can find this show. Perhaps you're listening there now. If you are, please stop. Give us a five-star review. Write a review. You can say, Brant told me to do this. That's B-R-A-N-T. Please write it, because if you just click the five stars, it, it's not, it doesn't go through. Apple's algorithm is dumb. Boo. But yeah, you can rate on Spotify now. I believe you can rate on uh, every other uh, platform. So please, if you can rate, please take a moment. Pause the show. Go rate it. It'll take 15 seconds. You can come back, and you can listen to our dulcet tones blessing your ears <laughs> that exactly what yeah. he said what exactly or you can listen to uh to zeus cam barry ah that's brant daughtry oh, he still says great. that weird he says my last name weird brant daughtry yeah he says like daltry for me there's no l there anyway <laughs> who won the 2022 master scotty scheffler ended up winning that game and apparently shot very well uh nobody got that right even those yeah. who watch golf regularly. In yeah, Memphis. and honestly, kind of surprising because he had won, what, four, four out of the five? Four out of six, yeah. Yeah, four out of six of the last majors. So some, I, you know, somebody probably should have predicted that. You but know, we kind of went with all the, uh, all the big names. Yeah, I believe I seems. said Brooks Kepka. Yeah, yeah, you said Brooks Kepka. I said Tiger. Um, let's see. Bill Bailey said Colin Morikawa. Ah. Um, Brooks and Austin Scott said Will Zalatoris. Javon mm. said John Rahm. Uh, you and Ryan said Brooks Kepka. JJ said Jordan Spieth. And Tom Peavy said Bryson DeChambeau. Yeah, interesting. You know, that's interesting. My, uh, I, I learned this over the weekend, or over Easter weekend. I went home to visit my family. Uh, my brother's girlfriend was hanging out with us. She is big into golf. Really? She loves golf. And actually, she had 
her her dad entered a competition. She was telling us about this. Her dad entered a competition uh, at his workplace, and one of one of them was, "Hey, who's going to win the Masters?" She gave him three, and one of them was Scotty Scheffler. So, ah. I, so next time we have a golf question, I'm asking her. Got to shout out Maria. Must use your resources. Maria's great. Uh, next question: Who will have the most rushing yards in the 2022 Auburn A Day game? Correct Sean answer Jackson. was Sean Jackson. Walk on recently put on scholarship. Great story. Boom. If you haven't seen that video, go check out Auburn football's Twitter because it is really heartwarming. Pretty dope. Um, Nephew of Bo Jackson. If really, if yes, N- that's uh, Shedrick Jackson. No. He's oh, Bo's is nephew. it? Yeah, he's he's Bo's nephew. Yeah. Oh, okay then. Uh, so I, I, I don't think Sean Jackson is. Maybe not. I, Jackson is a very common last name. Yeah, JJ likes true. to say that all Jacksons are elite, all and Jackson. I like to laugh. Because um, there are way too many of them for them to all be elite. Yeah, right. Mathematically, it just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Mathematically, but doesn't make sense. Sean Jackson had the most. You guessed it, Cam Barry. I guessed it, Brant Daughtry. Regular host of the show, JJ Jackson, and graphics guy extraordinaire Austin Scott also guessed that question correctly. So we will all get points for that. Let's go. That's one point for me, one for you. Need it, honestly. How many very SEC badly. games will Auburn win in the month of April? Month of April is not done yet, so this question no. cannot be answered. So far, Auburn has won one game. They have hit a very tough part of the schedule. Goodness gracious. They are winning their non-conference games pretty handily, yeah. but they have not been able to uh, take an SEC series so far. They also had to play Arkansas earlier this month, and Arkansas won the SEC last year and then yeah, returned very, every every good, good player team. they have. So our Arkansas is kind of a buzzsaw right now, expected to win the conference. Um, but, but yeah, Arkansas uh, is ahead in that. But... Uh, obviously, that is not done. Uh, so. I predicted eight wins. Did as you? Did you? What did, what did I say? I predicted eight as you well. You also predicted eight wins. Um, Going to be tough lowest, to get there. Yeah. The lowest were Brooks picked five, and Bill also said five. So, that I mean, five was the lowest. But yeah. we have a... We have, I, we this, have, this is not... We have ten days left. This is not no, a... No, excuse me, nine uh, days left. Yeah. This is not a who will get the closest... Yeah. So if no one gets this, so if no one we gets have, it exactly, then there's no points awarded. Yeah, but we, I mean, we have nine. We have nine, nine days left. Yeah. And there's still time. There is still some time. Um, I don't think you and I are going to get that. No, point. no, no. <laughs> Probably not. But Probably not. oh well. It'd be great if we did, though. Yeah, it would be amazing if we did. Um, let's see who, who we got next. Oh, who will be the first quarterback selected in the 2022 NFL draft? excuse me obviously the nfl draft has not happened yet no it has not but the two names that are the most popular have been malik willis and kenny pickett yep i believe that i said malik as did you brant um i hope that it's malik but i also low-key hope that i'm wrong because that would mean that the (laughs) panthers pick kenny pickett and i want the panthers to to pick kenny pickett because that would be the wrong pick you think so (laughs) yeah you're putting your eggs in the basket of Malik Willis yeah. rather than Kenny yeah. Pickett. Yeah, I, th- I think so. Interesting. I I wanted to I wanted Malik to have success at Auburn. He's from Valdosta, and that's about two hours from from where I grew up. So he's he's not really from around me, but he's ish around me. You know? I, yeah, I, I think I was I wanted Malik Willis to be really good. Personally, I think stylistically, I think Malik Willis would fit a lot better in the in the Panthers' offense. Um, yeah, but I still hope they make the wrong pick. Um, just so we can make fun of JJ. Yeah, and, and not to say that Kenny Pickett won't be successful, but I, I just you know I don't think he'll fit as well as as Willis will. I'm I'm still not bought into Malik Willis. I don't that's know. That's fair. 
I don't know. It's, it's, it's going to be very. I'm very. I'm very yeah. wait and see. No, I'm yeah. very wait and see to, right now for sure with every quarterback in this Most draft, definitely. not just Malik. All right, next question: How many points will be scored in the two 2022 men's basketball Final Four games plus the NCAA championship game combined? The closest guess will get this point. The there were a total of 445 points scored in those three games. Dude, you and Javon, Javon and I, so close. Both guessed 450. That's crazy. We were in there, baby. Yeah, yeah that's so yeah. Very pretty proud of that one. Javon and I get that point. Yeah, five points off both of you. That was very good. I guessed 485. So. I was uh, about Hope, 40 points off. Hoping for a little more offense. Yeah, definitely. Oh, well, it is what it is. It is what it is. Next question, which team will win the 2022 men's basketball title? Kansas Jayhawks took home the trophy. Brooks, Tom, and Austin got that point. I said Villanova. I said Villanova. Villanova proceeded to get stomped in their Final Four game, so I was very wrong. I said North Carolina. I was close. I yeah. was so close. Yep. Oh, I just, I, I just knew in my heart that North Carolina was just going to ride the wave and go all the way, man. Yep. You know, but Kansas, I mean, ended up. You know, I don't know for those that watched that game. That national championship was, I mean, a great game, um, largest comeback in NCAA tournament history, if I want to say, or Final Four history, some somewhere something like that. Yeah. Um, some some record. Yeah, I mean, Kansas just. Put their, I believe it was the the largest halftime lead that was come back from in NCAA tournament history. And I mean, just I mean, Kansas just put the foot on the neck and just went on a run. They kind of asserted themselves and just dominance is at the end of the day. There's just more that's the more talented team. Yep. Kansas, very good. Bill Self brings home another ring despite being on probation. Yeah. It's amazing what can happen when you look at the NCAA and just be like, no. 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 You suck. And they're right. The NCAA is terrible. (laughs) Which team will win the 2022 women's basketball NCAA title? The South Carolina Gamecocks took that home. Feels like the obvious answer, which means I didn't go for it. And I also did not go Because I'm a doofus. Bill Bailey, Brooks Childress, Javon Cutler, and Tom Peavy all guessed that correctly. Javon is kind of cleaning up right now. Dude, Javon's good at this, bro. Javon's very good. He won, <laughs> last, he won last year. Javon's good at this. Javon's very, very good at this. Um, yeah, I picked UConn as did you, Brant. Uh, I, Paige Beckers. Paige she, Beckers, right. She, so that was that was my kind of selling she point. She beckoned to me. Yeah, that, that was kind of my selling point was that Paige Beckers is inevitable. But, <laughs> uh, I mean... You know, South Carolina. In- inevitable. South Carolina, I mean, absolutely amazing. You know, so For sure. it, it just, it was what it was. Great team. Um, they had one girl, I can't remember ex- exactly her name. Uh, she was a guard, but she had a career high 22 points in the national championship game. And if you're going to have Always a good. career high yeah. game, um, why not it be the biggest game of the year? Absolutely. So, yeah, definitely. Um, definitely something i'm, yeah, I'm heck, upset heck that of I didn't a time get, to get yeah, hot I, i'm upset i didn't get that pick i, I was i was very teeter-tottering i, I yeah i i, I, I like, looked at that question for a while <sighs> for a while I, and that was the one that i answered last like i i kind of really? skipped that one because i just was like i'm not sure came back and my heart was just saying you know gino humaniora you can't can't yeah. go against him 11 yeah. and 0 in cha- championship games you know but hey now 11 and 1 Eleven and one, the South Carolina Gamecocks, his first loss in a championship game. Which player will win the most outstanding player in the men's final four? 
Ochai Abaji. Ochai Abaji. Only people, three people got that one yeah. right. And that Brooks, would be... Tom, and Austin. Yep. And, uh... Yeah, I mean, Oshai, again, kind of got hot at the right time. He kind of struggled a little bit earlier in the tournament, but as the games got on, he he hit a really good sweet spot and just, I think he started off on like a 6 or 7-0 run by himself at the beginning yeah. of the game um, to kind of start off with Kansas. And um, I think that was in the national championship. And, I mean, dude just showed out. He's yeah. a projected top 10 draft pick, um, absolute stud, Uh you picked Colin Gillespie. I did because well, I picked Villanova to win. So That's I was fair. Like, well, the yeah, winner. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I feel it. I feel it. Got it. Got to pick somebody. And yeah. I mean, Colin I thought, is. I, he I, was I believed player. in Jay Wright, and he proved me wrong. Yeah. Which also shout out to Jay Wright, who is also retiring. Yeah, he's retiring. Surprise yeah, after, retirement from a yeah. a guy Two. who was not that old. No, not that old. But hey. I mean, honestly, pretty solid time to retire. If I was, if yeah, I, mean, I don't like blame you. you right, got two go out on your own terms. You got two titles. You made the tournament. I think the last nine years. You know why not? Yeah. Um, I Do pay, you think he gets back into coaching at some point? Nah, I think if you if you retire, I mean, if you retire from that high of a level, you know, I I don't see where you go back. You know, I, after that, um, I think you retire. You're you're done for good. I think he probably just wants to. I would assume spend some time with family. I Fair enough. You know. Fair enough. Um, I picked Armando Baycott, and I think if if North Carolina wins, I think Baycott is is oh yeah the player. That, yeah, you I know, agree. Is the, the first, most outstanding first player. player in the history of the NCAA tournament to get a double double in all six yeah. games. Yeah, I mean, dude was playing out of his mind. I, it, it probably it would have been cl- close. Caleb Love probably could have been able to uh, slide in there, especially with the games that he had uh he had had kind of down the stretch but armando baycott's consistently you can't deny that man absolutely armando baycott was absolutely a beast just couldn't quite pull it out no we will round out our monthly predictions when we come back in just a couple of minutes you're listening to sports call may we have your attention please ladies and gentlemen Can I please have your attention? We're Auburn's first and Auburn's favorite sports talk show. My name is My name is My name is Sports Call on Tiger 95.9. I'm Trevon Reed, former Auburn Tiger football player and national champion. You're listening to Sports Call on Tiger 95.9. Welcome back into Sports Call. Talking about our monthly predictions right now on the show. If you want to call in, talk about our monthly predictions, you can do that by calling us on the Auburn Bank phone line. All of our Sports Call callers and guests join us on the Auburn Bank phone line. Auburn Bank has been your hometown bank for over 110 years. Visit them online at auburnbank.com for more information. Your partner, your neighbor, your friend, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Give us a call to join Sports Call at 334-887-3401 locally or toll-free at 1-888-9-TIGER-9. Auburn Bank is proud to be our sponsor of the Sports Call Auburn Bank phone line. And what a lovely phone line it is. What a lovely day it is. Call and talk to us. Call and talk. Give us a call. Who do you think is going to be the first quarterback taken in the NFL draft? Right. How many games do you think Auburn softball is going to win? How do you feel about Mickey Dean's contract extension? Please, let us know. Four more years of Coach Four Mickey Dean. Four more years. <sighs> I'm going to drop that there. All right. <laughs> we're, we're on to 
<laughs> Up next, we have number nine. How many Auburn football players will be drafted in the 2022 NFL draft? Oh, I think I said three. Uh, you did say three. Yeah, I'm um, gonna I'm gonna go. Uh, Roger McCreary, Smoke Monday, and Zacoby McLean. Yeah, I said five. Um, really? Yeah, I I don't remember the last two that I had kind of on the edge, but I I looked through all the names that have their had in, had it entered into the draft, and actually, do you think Tony Fair JJ. maybe? Do you think Tony Fair goes somewhere? Ah, here we go. So here are the options: Roger McCreary. Smoke Monday, Zacoby McLean, Chandler Wooten, that was one of them. Ah. TD Moultrie, Brodarius Ham, Demetrius Robins, Robertson, Chandler Wooten, and, um, oh wait, Chandler's on here twice. Um, and Bedarius Knighton. Ah. Um, I could definitely see Chandler Wooten getting drafted. And I could also see TD Moultrie getting drafted. Can, what, do you re, TD maybe I feel maybe. like TD was so streaky and he yeah. didn't come on until this year. Uh, it was but, good when know, he was on. He was very round, on. I could see that. Yeah, That's a someone, risk. someone could reach on him. Yeah, especially with a late round pick. Um, Wooten's a leader. I yeah, I love Chandler Wooten. I will always and forever love Chandler Wooten. He was just a career backup. He I don't think he ever started a game for Auburn. That you know, and as as much as I would love to have a guy like Chandler Wooten on my team, I just don't know. He's he's got everything off the field perfect. Yeah. In the locker room perfect. It's uh, his play on the field, and he's not bad. No, he's not he's bad. Definitely not a bad player. I again I would love to have Chandler Wooten. Shout out to North Cobb. Um But I, I don't I mean I, I I don't see why not, you know. That those were my two that I was yeah. like those might be the two that a team might reach on, yeah. I think the definitely Every, everybody needs a pass rusher. Right, I definitely think the top three are going to be Roger and Smoke and Zacoby. Yeah, I think I think, I think those two. I feel pretty confident. Well, I feel very confident in Zacoby McLean. I feel very confident in Roger McCreary. Smoke, I smoke I don't know. is a smoke is a toss up. Here's bro, here's my he thing with smoke, and here's he can, my thing with smoke. He can read some QB's eyes. I want Smoke Monday to put on twenty pounds and move to linebacker. I've been crying yeah. for that for two years. Box smoke is best smoke, man. He's he's a great athlete, yeah. but he exists better in run support than he does in deep pass. Coverage. I can agree to that. Yeah. So I, I I've always he thought could almost Smoke be like be. a uh, like a Jamal Adams esque type. Yeah, player yeah, yeah, absolutely. Where or like um, Keanu Neal almost. Absolutely, Keanu. You know, Keanu tried to play linebacker for a season and didn't like it and went back to safety. Um, so. You know, it could, I mean, he could do it. I don't see why not, but I think yeah. he likes to be able to sit back and kind of read. Yeah. And the linebacker's got a few more responsibilities um, in, in, you know, in the sense of what what the defense is. So, it, it, you know. I, I, I watch him play and I go, that I just think he's going to be <laughs> he's more successful closer to the line of scrimmage. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I could go, see it. Go up and hit fat guys. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I, I, I feel like he could do it. He's insane enough to try. Maybe he's know? just a certain scheme guy. You know? Maybe. Maybe. Um. Bill, Tom Peavy said one player, though. I was very surprised yeah, by that. that's interesting. One? Not, so it's got to be whole, Roger, right? Yeah, he's thinking of so Roger So he's thinking McCreary. everybody else is just kind of a reach. Yeah. Smoke being a reach. Zacoby being a reach. I think Zacoby's going to be a steal in the I draft. Think, I think Zacoby is going to go low because he's undersized. But I think he could – I th- absolutely see Zacoby McClain. He can McClain. hit, bro. Yeah, Zacoby McClain he will get after the ball. A steal, yeah. Yeah. He will get after it. Um, and he's a smart linebacker. We actually just tweeted out a graphic. Go check out our Twitter page, at SportsCallAU. You can see our entire list of monthly predictions on that tweet. Literally went out 25 seconds ago. Woo! And we actually have a graph of Smoke Monday, Zacoby McClain, and Roger McCreary, the players we're talking about right now. Let's go. Wild how that works. I know, right? Um, 
Question number 10, final question. We do have an answer to this one. Who hits the first home yeah. run of the season for the Atlanta Braves? <laughs> Me and my boy Javon, the only ones that got that one right. Yep. Austin thick, Riley. Thick shout out country. to you. Shout out to you, Austin Riley. As soon thick as I saw it happen, I was like, let's go. I got a point <laughs> guaranteed for sure on this one. I said, out of the 10, I was like, I got to shoot for at least two. I got to get at least two. <laughs> and so, so I was like, okay. I said, I feel like it's going to be Austin. It's going to be the one to do it. Yeah. And he was. And I'm he was. I, I believe I chose Ozzy Albies. You did. Yeah. And I re- I still feel like Ozzy could could have a breakout year as a power hitter. Yeah. I'm still wondering. And I know he's been switching yeah, for most rakes. of his life. I, yeah. He's hit, a, he's hit a couple of home runs already this season. I, I'm still wondering. And I understand he's been switching his whole life. Ozzy Albies from the right-handed side of the plate is one of the best hitters in baseball. Yeah. I, I would... Not mind him moving to to right-handed full-time because his numbers from the left side are just not nearly as good. And I no, understand not. when you when you're switch hitting your entire life, you know you start to see the ball a certain way. But I would I wonder if he's ever just tried it, just you know? going right. Yeah, just going right. I mean, I bet it makes it tough on pitchers. Yeah, you know I think that's the really the key to it is is yes. switch hitter. You know, making yeah. it tough on the pitcher. Absolutely, to be is. like, oh, now I can't pitch this certain pitch that I like to throw yeah. because this guy's gonna send it yeah. you know um I, I i think you're right i think he has the potential to have a breakout season i don't yeah. think you know people put in what well, you, you say you say breakout i feel like he's he's broken out no, he's yeah, one of the broken better out, but second baseman's yeah, in baseball. yeah, yeah. i one of the from better a power player. standpoint yeah from a power a power hitter yeah sorry my bad which is awesome because he's like five foot six right and we're saying that he can be an incredible Send power hitter it? yeah I, I dude's great he's i saw than five I six Ozzie. but i'm I love we, we love the short kings in we this do. station. Absolutely. In this studio, we love the short kings. Everybody <laughs> here. We support it. I don't think we have anybody over six feet here. No, Maybe. we don't. <laughs> I think JJ's the t- I think JJ and Ryan are both like five, nine and a half. Yeah. They're the tallest ones. So yeah. Closest. Yeah. Well, um, of course we have like the interns are both like yeah, six four. Right. And then it, with CJ and Luke, they're both incredibly tall. Yeah. We have Justin Ferguson in here sometimes. He breaks six feet, so and we had Trevon Reed on the show at Trevon. some point. Yeah, Reed was six one. Yeah, ah. Deshaun Davis was short. Yeah, Deshaun. Yeah, Deshaun was about um, five ten, five eleven, yeah, five ten, five eleven, but built like a tank. So yeah, that makes up for that. Yeah, <laughs> it sure does. Yeah, monthly predictions. Yep, those are our monthly predictions. We're going to take another break, and when we get back, we'll talk about something. Something. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Probably something to do related with Auburn. Perhaps the Braves. Auburn. Maybe some hoops. We'll see. We'll talk about it. You'll find out when we do. When we come back in just a couple of minutes. You're listening to Sports Call on Tiger 95.9. Do you want to join our conversation? Tweet us your thoughts on Twitter at Sports Call AU. Now back to more Sports Call with J.J. Jackson and the guys. No, J.J. Jackson. Just Cam and Brant. Just Cam and Brant. Just the guys. The Georgia guys. Georgia boys. It's, uh, minus Javon. Georgia boys oh. and Javon's in Connecticut. Doing our well, miss, though. Our we missed third. About. Doing well. <laughs> anyway, Cam. Got there some NBA action tonight. Yeah, some NBA action. So excited. Um, Grizzlies and Timberwolves coming on tonight. Um, TNT at 630. Very exciting game. 
I think uh, that'll be in Minnesota, if I recall. Yeah, it'll be in the Target Center in Minnesota. Um, last game, the Grizzlies kind of dominated the Timberwolves. Uh, I felt like they kind of had to, especially kind of they got smack, smacked in the mouth in game one. Uh, got very surprised, and the Timberwolves ended up stealing that game. So I think now the, the Grizzlies are kind of locked in now uh, to where they will, uh, you know, get right. I think they're just going to take off from now. You know, I think it'll probably end up it still. I think it'll end in six, but I wouldn't be surprised if it ended in five um, and ended game five back in Memphis. Uh, eight o'clock in, for those that do have NBA TV. This game will be on NBA TV. Mavericks and Jazz. Um, this one, I this this is a, I have a selfish stake in this one um, <laughs> because more than anything, and, you, and you'll hear why. So I want. I would love for the Mavericks to win this series, um, whether it be with Luca, without Luca, whatever. Jalen Brunson, he's amazing. Dropped 41 last game. Um, I mean, dude's always been amazing. Even at Villanova, he was great. Um, I want the Jazz to lose this series so that Donovan Mitchell says, I'm fed up with being in Utah. <laughs> Requests a trade and gets traded to the Atlanta Hawks. I would not mind donovan mitchell at all yeah, you see the vision yeah right? so, yeah so, absolutely so who's, who's the who are we trading him for bogey and all of our first round picks from this year fair we enough we have three fair Why enough. Do we need three first round picks we don't we already have really our two rookies that we could use trade bogey maybe trade I, really that's really all we would probably need to trade is yeah. bogey if he, if he requests round, to trade i think so and three first round and three first round picks i'm i'm, let's, I'm say the two. let's say two first round picks. two okay Two first round because you still maybe. want you still want first round picks. I mean, I, I just think we have the team around Trey that we really need. They, they, that's it. We add that second scorer and Donovan Mitchell. That's where they're really going to take this team to that next level. I think, in my opinion, um, for the Hawks. So that's why I want the Jazz to lose, so that Donovan Mitchell is like, I'm fed up with losing. I'm going to go to the East and uh, I'm going to play with Trey, that's where fair. he's going to set me up and it's going to be amazing. That where would be my second incredible. best player is not a center, you know. Um, <laughs> what's, what's wrong with centers? I mean, how far basketball look, has come? It, you know, it, a center that can't score. I'll, I'll put it that way. There you go. I'll put it that way. Um, game three at nine o'clock on TNT. Uh, the Warriors and Nuggets will be playing. I, I honestly think at this point this is going to be probably a gentleman sweep five um i I just don't see (laughs) i've never heard that before gentlemen sweep yeah five yeah man all right fair enough um and the warriors are just too good too too overmatched too much experience too much everything and unfortunately jokic does not have his his sidekick in uh wow in jamal murray um who's still injured you know hasn't played in almost uh, i want to say almost two years now um so him working back is something that would definitely be uh, very impactful for next season. I just don't think I just don't see them getting past the Warriors, no matter how good Jokic is. I mean, he's the focus on their entire, you know, yeah. on the Warriors' entire defense. So he's he's really the only main threat. Cool. They don't even have MPJ either. The the Nuggets don't. So that's that's also another guy that's missing. You're missing your second and third best scorer, right? And so if you're the Nuggets, you're just kind of like I'm kind of just happy to be where I'm at. You know, getting. I think they had that's a six seed, right? So I'm just happy to be there at that point. 
you know, so it, it just is what it is. Kind of figure it out, get through the end of this season, get your best to your second and third best guy back next season, and go from there. You know, just kind of play it out from there. So those that's what's going on in the NBA tonight um, for for some basketball content. If anybody wants to watch, I mean, the NBA playoffs. You know, a lot of people have issues with the regular season just because you know it's there's so much every, of it, right? And it's it's a long regular season, and not everybody's bought into it. But I think the platform that is the NBA playoffs is one of the best. They're fun. It's I love watching the NBA super playoffs. super intense basketball games. All the are time. just an incredible atmosphere because it's Every so it's such an intimate sport, right? There's not that long of a field. Yeah. The players are are sitting 10 feet from each other. Literally. The fans are right on top of the court. It's awesome. It's amazing. It, I, it's an incredible atmosphere basketball. I yeah, I mean I absolutely love it. I mean, I'm excited because on Sunday, I'll be actually at the Hawks game. I'll be watching. Um, I'll be watching the Hawks and the Heat play. Hopefully, by then the Hawks will have one win. It won't be three zero. Yep. yep, that would hurt. That would be um, unfortunate. Very unfortunate. Um, but you know the the atmosphere that is playoff NBA basketball is something that can't be matched. Um, and hopefully, hopefully my Hawks, hopefully our Hawks can kind of you know get right but yeah that that's that's the nba for tonight very yep. very excited speaking, to watch i'm going to be glued to the tv this yep. evening speaking of speaking of nba playoffs chris middleton of the milwaukee bucks <sighs> mcl sprain in his left knee oh, he no. is down for at least 2 weeks he'll oh, be reevaluated in 2 no, weeks oh no that complicates so much for yep. the bucks yep uh, hey, i listen, didn't even think about that i forgot I'm, about that i am a giannis believer yeah. i think giannis has potential to by the time he retires be the yeah, best player he, in mean, NBA history. It's very, very feasible. Uh, I, I really, really love Giannis. So I, I, I think that I think they'll be okay. But yeah, That's losing, losing really tough. What, what is he the secondary scorer yes. for that team? So yes, losing your secondary score, probably your best shooter as well. Yeah. So yeah, that, that's definitely gonna be tough for uh, for Milwaukee. I still think that they get out of Chicago. I uh, out of this Chicago series, I don't see uh, I don't see them losing. But I definitely do think that that's going to make it a lot a lot tougher especially since he's such a talented he's a talented two-way player like he's great on defense and offense um drew holiday is just gonna have to step up big time you know yeah. and and kind of carry the load you know he's usually the third option i would say on that team but now having him as as the second option he's definitely been in that situation before but he's gonna have to really step up big time and, and really play some great basketball for that Hawks series, what rappers do you think are going to be sitting courtside in Atlanta? Do you, do you think do you them. think Migos is there? Do you think <laughs> oh, yeah. all three I of them? I think they're there. Yeah. Think all three I, of the I don't Migos know if there? they'll make they'll probably be at the Friday night one. Yeah. Um the one tomorrow night. Uh they might be at both. I don't see why they wouldn't. Yeah. Um that's that is one of the coolest basketball. things about being an Atlanta sports yeah. fan is you get so many like superstars, so many. like so many people that it's, are ingrained into yeah. that city, like it's crazy. They're they're all big. I think I think the Migos especially, but uh, Future is there sometimes. It's yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, it's really I, cool I, seeing I, rappers like that. Yeah, we'll definitely more than likely catch uh, Two Chains there. Yeah, uh, Andre the Three Thousand might yeah. be there. You know, guys like that, big Atlanta stars, Lil Baby probably step yeah. out there. I don't see why not. I mean, Twenty One Savage back in the U.S. yet. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> you might find Twenty One Savage there, but guys like that, big time, are gonna are gonna probably show out. Like yeah. when the lights are bright, you definitely see the stars. That is for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So NBA action tonight coming your way. Gavin DeGraw sending you out. I don't want to be.
Last segment of Sports Call coming up in just a couple of minutes. You're listening to Sports Call. And you already knew that because I just told you. First time hosting the show. We're having a wonderful time here. Great. Great time. (laughs) We'll be back in just a little Looking for another way to listen to our show? Be sure to download the Tiger Communications app and listen to Sports Call wherever you go. I'm Deshaun Davis, former Auburn Tigers football player and all-SEC linebacker. You're listening to Sports Call on Tiger 95.9. Welcome back. Final segment of Sports Call. Brant Daughtry and Cam Berry coming to you live. We'll read this one one more time. Sports Call can now be heard on Amazon Alexa devices. Open the Alexa app on your iPhone or Android and tap the menu icon at the top left. Tap Skills and Games in the menu and search for Sports Call Auburn. Select the skill, tap Enable to Use, and you're done. All you have to do is now is say, hey, Alexa, play Sports Call Auburn, and you're listening to Auburn's first and Auburn's favorite sports talk show. Winding down here, the White Stripes playing us back in. Such a cool bass line. And there's the guitar. Anyway... Winding things down here, we usually do this much earlier in the show. Yeah. But I forgot about it at the start of the third hour. And so... We've already finished the first two hours of Sports Call today. (sighs) Boy, that escalated quickly. It did. I mean, that really got out of hand fast. It jumped up a notch. It did, didn't it? It's now time for the Daily Show Recap. Um... Can you repeat the part of this stuff where you said all about the things? I feel like for what this show usually is, it yeah. really didn't get that out of control. No. <laughs> Very, subdued, Very uh, subdued from a sports call perspective. We kept uh, it in control. Yeah, but we did. <laughs> but what, what what did we do today, Cam? Oh, I'm not goodness. asking you. I'm asking myself. We talked we had about some a really lot, cool man. birthdays. We did talk about a lot. I, man, birthdays was so cool because Bur- it's kind of like William's birthday. Yeah. And I've said it before. My... My earliest memories of Auburn, my earliest memory of Auburn football is the 2004 or 2003 Iron Bowl. Cadillac Williams going 80 yards on the first play from scrimmage. Um, Rod Ramblett called that play so perfectly. Go crazy, Cadillac. Um, it just, it just, Cadillac Williams was so formative yeah. to me becoming an Auburn fan. And, uh, you know, it, it being his birthday is very, very cool. And I, I think that's, that's really, really cool, man. Yeah, man. And then uh, we also talked a little bit. We also broke the news that Mickey Dean signed an extension today. Yeah, uh, yeah. Four more years of Mickey Dean, so we have him locked up. Uh, the Auburn softball uh, team is doing very, very well. Uh, Thirty-four and nine on the season. Um, you know, so he's kind of got his. He kind of has found a groove now. So um, hopefully, we'll, he'll have some continued success. Yeah, talked, absolutely. Talked a little bit of NBA basketball today. Talked about our Hawks. Um, talked about the games from last night. Um, talked about the games that are going on tonight. Um, a, a lot of NBA action going on just because this is the first round of the playoffs. It's going to be really, really exciting. Um, talked some NBA uh, NFL draft a little bit. Um, you know, 
talked about where our our Falcons would would like to go, what direction our yeah. Falcons would want to go. We talked about the top ten of the draft, um, where we thought some teams would go, and and how there really is no top top pick this year. Yeah, um, a, a lot of guys that you say would fall in the top yeah. eight, top ten. Yeah, and it, but it's none that jumble. is just stands out at number one. So it no. really. Like we said, should be a really entertaining draft. Very, very entertaining draft. Not not a very strong quarterback class this year, so just it's going to be a very, I think, defensive-heavy and wide receiver-heavy draft. Um, touched on a little bit of Auburn baseball. They won last night 14-1 uh, to against Kennesaw State. A very dominant win, especially after um, almost, well, winning in extra innings uh, to Alabama State the night before. Yeah. So. Definitely uh, good for the Auburn Tigers to kind of get back uh, and bounce back from a, a struggle, a struggling win, especially from the pitching staff. Um, get those bats going for sure. Um, we uh, one, uh, what else one did thing we talk about we, we talked about we went over our uh, oh yeah the uh, the great sports movie bracket yes. round of thirty two. We recapped that uh, and what a time it was. Um, it, 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 we we got still, really in depth on we that. We did still really really upset that um, <laughs> that forty two is not a part of yeah that and we, listen we'll and probably Creed do lost man we'll Creed do lost you, yeah. we'll probably do another one of these in we a will. couple of years and we we you and i should be a part of that yeah we'll, right we'll hopefully uh we'll hopefully uh get get this going a little bit more Most definitely with some more recent movies right right and then we also talked about our monthly predictions we gave yeah. a little update on our monthly predictions and talked about um some some of the ones that we've already gotten and answered and um gotten right uh i've got i think i talked chalked up and said i had two or three maybe points which i've gotten so far which i mean bless it you know i try to say that i get i want to get at least two points for every monthly prediction (laughs) um i think what was it i think it was either january or february i got zero so that was nice. really tough. Nice. Um, I, I want to say it was February. Good scene. Yeah, great scene. Um, very tough. So I just, um, I, I'm glad that I was able to bounce back. I feel like I've done pretty pretty decent so far. I've got a few more months, obviously, to get through um, through the end of the year with the monthly predictions. Right. But Javon has been dominating as usual. Yeah. Because Javon, he's really good Javon at this. very solid. Javon, very good at this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's been our show for today. Yeah, absolutely. Very, very, and we have very big. We've got a whole bunch going on, man. We have one more thing that we want to do before we get out of here. We do this each and every day. Our show is about to end, but we've got you covered on entertainment for the evening. Here's Sports Call's nightly TV guide. Sports Call's nightly TV guide. Brought to you by Coca-Cola. Big shout out to Brooks Childress who throws this together every day. I turned down the wrong thing. That's why the music's still loud. Him. Brooks Childress throws this together. Austin Scott does the guide for us. You can look this up on Twitter if you want a more written out version. But first, a movie pick for you tonight. Seeking a friend for the end of the world at 619. Seeking a friend for the end of the world. Yep, that at 619. Is it a comedy? I have no idea. But that is on Movie Maps. Uh, some NHL action for you. The Toronto, Toronto Maple Leaves, I believe, is their yeah. mascot. Versus the Tampa Bay Lightning at 7 p.m. on ESPN. College softball number 16, Clemson, travels to number 4, Florida State, on ESPN2. Ooh, that'll be a good one. Some co- Excuse me, that was a college baseball game. Still will be good. No, that was college softball. This one is college baseball. I'm reading this poorly. <laughs> college b- softball 16, Clemson at 4, Florida State on ESPN2 at 7. College baseball, Missouri travels to number 22, LSU, for a 7 p.m. matchup. 
Tigers versus Tigers. Two very different kinds of Tigers facing off in that one. And the NBA playoffs, your headliner for tonight. Memphis travels to Minnesota, 6.30 p.m. Central Time on TNT. Going to watch good the one. inside the NBA crew be yeah, hilarious. Man. Charles as Barkley. They, as Charles Barkley, absolutely goaded. Absolutely great. Yep. I can't. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm locked into some basketball tonight, man. Yeah, man. There's I'm, gonna be. There's, there's more games than just that one, too. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, run. Run through you if you have the schedule pulled up. Run through the uh, the entire schedule of basketball, and we'll we'll kind of do an expanded TV guide here. Um, Grizzlies. Grizzlies. Uh, Grizzlies and Timberwolves at 6:30 on TNT, like uh, like you just said. Um, on NBA TV at eight o'clock for those that do have NBA TV, the Mavericks and the Jazz will be facing off. Jalen Brunson. Um, and and uh, Donovan Mitchell because Luka Doncic is still out um, with is a, he really yes with a calf strain hmm. um, and nine o'clock on TNT the Warriors and the Nuggets the Warriors look to take a 3-0 lead and uh, kind of close shut the door for the Nuggets on uh, on the series yeah to, it take, it, taking a 3-0 lead in the first round is all but done pretty tough to overcome so hopefully they can stretch that series out a little bit more that will do it here for us. Cam, it was a lot of fun, man. I had a great time. Yeah, man. Uh, JJ Jackson in Starkville, Mississippi. Listen to him here tomorrow at 4.30. Uh, if you want some baseball action, some high school baseball, uh, Javon, er, <laughs> Javon Cutler is in uh, Connecticut. But uh, Brooks Childress and Ryan Lavoy are at uh, Central High School right now uh, calling some high school baseball over in our sister station, 93.9. Uh, Cam, thank you for coming in today, man. Glad to be here, man. Uh, and everybody listening, I have been Brant Daughtry. Thank you for having me. First time hosting the show. I feel like it went rather well. It did. Yep. So I've been Brant Daughtry. That's been Cam Barry. Sports call is done now. Have a wonderful evening. <laughs> Land- landing the plane is the hardest part. <laughs> <laughs>